Motiversity family, it's Marcus Taylor. And I want to thank you for tuning in to the Motivation Daily Podcast by Motiversity, one of the top 50 podcasts in the world. If you enjoy listening to Motiversity and this podcast, you need to download the Mindset Daily Motivation app. On it, you'll gain access to thousands of motivational speeches, including Motiversity's and mine. And now, with the new Mindset Alarm feature, you can start each day with purpose, waking up to powerful audios like this one. You may be average, you may be ordinary, but you have the opportunity every single day to make extraordinary decisions. And what you do today will determine your future. To download Mindset, just go to MindsetApp.com or search for Mindset Daily Motivation on the Apple or Google Play Store and listen to motivational speeches while getting ready for the day. Click the link to download Mindset now and get ready to transform your life. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and t-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. You should be a monster. You know, because everyone says, well, you should be harmless, virtuous. You shouldn't do anyone any harm. You should sheath your competitive instinct. You shouldn't try to win. You know, you, you don't want to be too aggressive. You don't want to be too assertive. You want to take a back seat and all of that. It's like, no. Wrong. You should be a monster, an absolute monster, and then you should learn how to control it. You got to learn to manage the time that is given to you, and this sacrifice is required. This means that you can't binge watch your favorite television show every day. This means that you can't be on social media every day. This means that you can't do whatever you want all day and think you're going to manifest and become this person and achieve this feat. It's not going to happen. And so you've got to learn how to sacrifice your time. you got to sacrifice. When you want to sleep, you have to wake up. You have to be obsessive. You have to be obsessive. You have to be addicted. You have to be disciplined. And so ask yourself the question, have you sacrificed everything? Are you paying the price? You gotta pay the price for what you want. You finally made it to the big leagues, and now you wanna chill? Now you got the big head? Now you can't grind? You here now! 
you here now. You finally made it. And this is where you, you break up. This is where you start chilling. This is where you get comfortable. You made it now. You in the big leagues now. This is where you make it permanent. I don't know what your sacrifice is. You just may have to give everything you have. Interested people watch obsessed people change the world. From the depths of your inner soul comes your inner beast, and you are now honoring it. That seed that was planted in your heart has been laying low for the perfect time. That seed that was planted in your mental has been digesting and processing. And when all of these forces came together, they created the perfect storm that set the stage for your inner beast to be born. That set the stage for your inner beast to take form. That set the stage for your inner beast to transform. That set the stage for your inner beast to break through and swarm like a large group of bees. And now you're ready to sting anyone that stands between you and the stamp of greatness needed to make your successful transformation. I am not afraid of pursuing my objectives. I am not afraid of focusing. I am not afraid of sacrificing. I am not afraid of giving it everything I have. I don't care what anybody thinks. I don't care what I'll look like. I'll look crazy if I have to to fulfill my destiny. Yo, model for 2024 is I will give more. You made it. You went through all of the struggles, all of the challenges, but you made it. And here you are. At some point, it's going to be too late. At some point, things you really want are going to be out of reach, but you're not at that point yet. There's plenty of time left, but only if you want it. The truth is that you can defeat whatever it is that's stressing you out. You just have to stop focusing on what has already happened and start making things happen. It's time for you to be all in. So are you ready for more in 2024? Are you ready to show the world that you've only just got started, that the best is yet to come? It is possible to accomplish what you see in your head. It is possible. The question is, can you give your all? This is not the time to quit. This is not the time to go back down memory lane. You got to see your life directly in front of you. You got to trust in yourself and believe that if you made it this year, you can keep going a little bit further. Don't wait for the perfect time. The perfect time will never come. You have to start now. Be all in or be somebody that leaves this earth with regrets. If you're truly going to be all in, there are some things that you must be willing to let go of. This is the year I give it everything I have. This is the year I stop complaining about the past. This is the year that I don't make excuses. And if I see it in my head, I can hold it in my hand. Put the pedal to the metal, all gas, no brakes. That's your motto, that's your slogan. That's the way you live your life. But as long as you go in with a positive mindset and a strong will, all things are possible. 
Be all in or be forgotten. This is my year that I give everything I have. Be productive. Be strong. And from the bottom of my heart, 2024, conduct your business. This is the year that I make an investment in myself. This is the year. This is not the year that I play around with my life. This is not the year that I sit and wait for destiny to hunt me down. I will hunt everything down that belongs to me. You made it. You're here. The work needs to be done. Now you have to go a little bit further. You say you want more, but are you willing to make the sacrifices required for you to get access to more? You have to have a laser focus. You have to have a no matter what attitude. You have to be willing to get up every single time you fall. This is the year where you decide to think greater than you feel. You decide to get better, better than you've ever been before. You have to start now. You're in control of your own destiny. You can be whoever you want to be. You can accomplish anything you want to accomplish. This just showing up stuff isn't going to cut it. You have to be all in. It is possible to fully commit yourself to something. It is possible to accomplish what you see in your hand, to hold it in your hand. It is possible. The question is, can you give your all? Don't be afraid of failure because this is the only way to succeed. I need you to embrace the setbacks. I need you to embrace the failures. I need you to embrace the adversity because that's what's gonna make you. Last year, you had some setbacks. You can't dwell on it. You can't hold on to it anymore. You got to focus on right now and you must endure and you must push and you must fight and you must believe that you got what you need inside of yourself. If you are not giving your all, are you willing to confront you? Are you willing to go hard when it looks like you aren't making any progress? Is that what you want, to live an average life? I know you don't, so do something about it. This is your moment to decide. Will you continue on living the life that you have lived? Or will you unlock your greatest potential? More pain is coming. But that doesn't mean that it's over. It only means that you have to continue down that path, that journey, that year, that moment. So many individuals are gonna have to face the reality that we are all going through some significant challenges throughout our lives. But you're here. A great life. It doesn't happen by chance, it happens by design. And the best way to design that is to just get started. Pick yourself up and go give everything that you got so the day can come that you have everything that you want. Don't tell me what you gonna do. Tell me you got it done. Step into your greatness. You've got to be committed to yourself because self-commitment 
is one of the most important commitments you can make. Let this be the year that you keep every commitment that you make to yourself. Make this the year where you decide to just get better, to just get on with it. I will give more. 2024, give more. Go all in, be all in. Today and every day for the rest of your life. There's no more mediocre, there's no more mid, there's no more average. It's right before your eyes. This is the place where your hunger for change changes everything. But I am committed, willing to sacrifice everything to fulfill my destiny. 2024 is knocking on your door. All you got to do is be prepared with the right mindset. Be all in or be somebody that leaves this earth with regrets. There was a future that I desire. I believe in the power of my future. And as much as life has tried to amputate my spirit, I refuse to go down. I refuse to stop here. I refuse to let go. I refuse to give in. I refuse to keep living at 50%. But the future is unknown. But if you prepare for it, if you're ready for it, Whatever the situations that may come your way, whatever circumstances that you must face. Well, yeah, you have to deal with some bumps in the road. Yeah, you have to deal with a little bit of stress and strife. But it's worth it. But it's worth it. How bad do you want it? You are inches away from the best life that you have ever had. I'm giving it everything I had. I'm all in. I'm all in. Get everything you got within yourself. Give all or give nothing! Don't have time to waste. So I need you to put in a thousand percent every single day. I was the baddest person to ever live. Doesn't go away, man. You gotta wake up, even though you retired, you never retired. You're setting the example every single day of your life about having a savage mentality. Everybody wants to be a beast until it's time to do what real beasts do. Everybody gets excited. E.T., the guru story, but nobody wants to get up at 3 o'clock. Things in life are going to get really f***ing hard. And you're going to want to quit. Win, lose, or draw. Still got to wake up tomorrow and go to f***ing work. If you truly want that greatness, you got to work hard. You got to dig a little bit deeper. You got to find it. You got to go after it. Because it's not looking for you. Success is not looking for you. You got to go get it. You're not always going to feel like doing what you're supposed to do. That's when you got to do it anyways. Success is not going to be handed to you. Nobody owes you anything. When you are hungry, when you are no longer full, when you are no longer satisfied with where you are and you raise your standards, it is only then that you can have your future. What's going to separate you is when it's beast time, when it's, when it's war time, you got to get up and make it happen. Push with everything you got. Tell excuses to step aside. Let weakness know that it is not welcome in your house. 
because the opportunities are yours. Go get it. Go get it now. Like for real, you walk out of here pumped up, fired up. You get some new information. You're ready. Everybody wants to be a beast until it's time to do what beasts do. Because not only do I want to be a beast, if you follow my 24 hours, I do what beasts do. The one mentality that you must have in life is that regardless of what's in front of you, you still must grind. I feel that most things I do, but still I grind. I have too much to accomplish to be satisfied with where I am right now. I have too much on the line. I have too many people depending on me to win. I must stay hungry. Be a hard-working motherfucker. You can't go wrong with that mentality. Here's the thing. If you want your future, then keep listening. There are going to be days where you are going to be so inundated with responsibility and you are going to want to completely let go of the vision, of the dream. But as bad as you want to hold it in your hand, you're going to want to let go of it all and quit. And I don't care if you have to listen to me 10,000 times. If you have to listen to this in your sleep, write it down, read it every day until the dream becomes a reality. This is the power of discipline. The race is not given to the swift nor the strong, but it is he that endures to the end. They say that discipline is doing what you hate like you love it. For some of you, it might be reading. For some of you, it might be exercising. I don't know what it is that you hate, but do it like you love it and do it daily. In order to understand discipline, discipline is revealed in our daily routines and rituals. Discipline unfolds. If you want your future, you have to cross the bridge of discipline. If you want to get out of the room of ordinary, you have to go through the door of discipline. If you want to dig yourself out of murky, muddy water, if you want to claw your way to the top, you are going to have to climb the wall of discipline. There is no other way. I need you to tell yourself right now, there is no other way. There is no other way. There is no other way. The future belongs to the discipline. Discipline is found in our daily routine, our daily rituals. You may use discipline on occasion, but you're not disciplined. And there's a difference between having discipline and being disciplined. When you have discipline, you're selective. When you have discipline, you're conditional. It depends on how you feel. When you are disciplined, how you do anything is how you do everything. And everything you do, you show up at a thousand percent. Everything you do, you execute with a spirit of excellence. That's what discipline looks like. Seize the moment. Lean into now. See the power, the beauty, the brilliance, the privilege in now. There are people who are dead and gone and they will never be back. And if they can come back, they will kill to live your now. So be thankful for now. Love your now. 
Number one, you're gonna have to discover or define in your head what success looks like for you. Because success is not completely wrapped up in what your mom thinks or what your dad thinks or what anybody else thinks. Success is wrapped up in this truth. What do you believe you are destined to become? What do you believe you are destined to do? So you need to get crystal clear on what that looks like for you. Because it may not look like it did for your sister, your brother, your mom, your auntie, your uncle. What does it look like for you? Define it. Some of us don't have a defined purpose. And this is why everything we do is random. This is why you can waste two hours on the internet doing nothing. This is why you waste time because our purpose is not defined. Our future, we're not crystal clear on our future. Once we discover and we define what does success look like for me? What does the future look like for me? Once we're crystal clear on that, we gotta discover, we gotta define, we gotta get dedicated. We gotta do those things that we hate like we love it. A wise man once said, conquer yourself. This is wrapped up in dedication. We have to get dedicated, conquer yourself. Once you've unlocked those daily routines, those daily rituals that you stay committed to, the game's gonna change. The only way you're gonna get dedicated is if you eliminate all distractions. And you gotta be so dedicated that every distraction gets blocked out. You gotta learn how to turn your phone off, turn the technology off. When the speech is over, when the moment is done, when the song and the dance has ended, you gotta learn how to eliminate all distractions. Who are you with? That is a distraction. Where do you go? That is a distraction. So there's who's and there's what's and there's where's that are distractions in our life where we have to identify them and eliminate them. This is the only way we stay dedicated. Look, go find a mirror and look in that mirror and say, motivated, dedicated, motivated, dedicated. So we discover, we define, we dedicate ourselves. We do what we hate like we love it. We conquer ourselves. We identify and eliminate all distractions. And so now you're gonna have to have some perseverance. We talk about perseverance, we're talking about persistent, we're talking about pressing and pushing towards something despite difficulty, despite delay, despite distractions, despite the doubters, despite the naysayers. This is somebody who perseveres, who has an unwavering tenacity to achieve what it is that they see in their head. You gotta learn to love where you are. Disciplined people are people that have an aim, they have a target, but they are also a people that understand the beauty, the brilliance, and the power of now. You gotta learn to love now. When we talk about being disciplined, it is somebody that has a, an objective, yes, it is somebody that has an end game, a goal, an aim, a target, but a disciplined man or woman learns to love now. You may not be there, but you love who you are becoming. You enjoy, you enthusiastically engage 
in the everyday grind and you love the lessons that you're learning. You may not be there yet. It's still in sight, it's still on the horizon, but you are ecstatic and elated about the lessons you are learning on a daily basis. You gotta love the fact that you may be a D, a F, or a C student, and you know you were designed to be an A plus student, but you gotta learn to love yourself right where you are. You may not have it yet, you may not see it all yet, you may not have the full support system, you may not even understand completely where God wants to take you. But if you would just love your now, this comes with gratitude, appreciation, a heart of thanksgiving for now. Hear truth. You will never be here again. The age that you are, the place where you are, the connections that you have, this very moment, we will never be here again. Seize the moment. If I were to give you one last piece of advice, remember this last point. Now that you're crystal clear on where you're going, who you believe you've been destined to become, what you believe you've been destined to do. You need to fix your eyes on somebody who's already done it. And so you've got to be surrounded by a multitude of counsel and mentors and coaches and people that will provoke you and agitate you to greatness. And so if all of your friends are beneath you, if you're the smartest person in the room, you've already lost. If majority of your network is a distraction, you're bankrupt. A wise person once told me, dreams don't work unless you do. Today I need you to embrace what comes hard. Today I need you to accept the challenge. Today I need you to fall in love with the process. And I mean all of the peaks and valleys. I mean all of the highs and lows. I mean all of the ebbs and flows. I need you to set your internal GPS to the destination of next level and begin your trek to greatness. Your journey to the destination of graduation will be a bumpy one, but you must keep going. Stay focused and keep your eyes on the prize. As your GPS guides you, don't be alarmed when it says, keep straight, turn right on Failure Boulevard, keep driving. In a half a mile, Make a left on setback lane. Keep driving. In a quarter of a mile, turn right on Adversity Avenue. Keep driving. In two miles, turn left on Bad Day Drive. Keep driving. In 10 miles, turn right on Heartbreak Street. Keep driving. And the directions will continue. But the recurring theme is, keep driving. Just like the recurring theme in this message is, keep going, keep grinding. Because your motto is, and always will be, hard work pays off. It always has, and it always will. Do you have the willpower to overcome the dark days? Do you have the willpower to overcome the rough patches? Do you have the willpower to overcome the bad grades? Do you have the willpower to overcome that professor that doesn't like you, and vice versa? Let me answer that question for you. Yes, you do. Because you refuse to let anything stop you from designing a lifestyle of your dreams. 
And if that means you have to power through the dark days, if that means you have to push through the rough patches, that's exactly what you can and will do. Because you understand that if you sweat now, you shine later. Never forget, what comes easy won't last. And the things that last the longest never come easy. And that's the exact reason why the harder you work for something, the greater you feel when you achieve it. And that's why you spend all those hours studying. You limit the time you spend on social media. You very seldom go hang out with your friends and you push yourself harder than the average person ever would. Because you made a vow to your mama. You made a vow to your daddy. You made a vow to your brother. You made a vow to your sister. You made a vow to your family. And most importantly, you made a vow to yourself that you did not go to school to be ordinary. You did not go to school to be mediocre. You did not go to school to be middle of the road. You did not go to school to be average. As a matter of fact, you always make sure you take your annual average vaccine because you never, ever, ever want to catch the disease of average. So that means you understand that at times you will feel pain. At times you will not be comfortable. At times you will mentally hurt. At times you will be physically exhausted. But it's those times that will catapult you to heights you never thought you would see. It's those times that will propel you to successes you never thought you could achieve. It's those times that will launch you into a stratosphere that only few ever reach. It's those times that will thrust you into an orbit that most will deem impossible. But all of your hard work will make the impossible possible. All of your hard work will make the unbelievable believable. If you want to bypass coach and fly in first class, you must first make all of your classes a priority because the studies show in terms of dollars and cents, those that fail to graduate high school earn about $25,000 per year. Those that graduate high school earn about $35,000 per year. Those with associate's degree, they earn about $42,000 per year. Those with a bachelor's degree, it bumps up to about $60,000 per year. Those with a master's degree, they earn about $70,000 per year. And those with a PhD, they earn about $85,000 per year. So as you can see, the more you invest in your education, the more the world is willing to invest in you. So when you're having one of those days, when you're having one of those weeks, when you're having one of those months, when you're having one of those semesters, never forget, if you quit, you are not only robbing yourself of mental gratification, you're also robbing yourself of the financial gain that comes when you graduate to the next level of higher learning. So let that be the fuel that drives you to keep giving every ounce of your soul. Let that be the fuel that drives you to keep giving every ounce of your heart. 
Let that be the fuel that drives you to keep giving every ounce of your being to reach the finish line. The great Muhammad Ali was once asked by a reporter, how many sit-ups do you do every day? He said, I don't know, because I only start counting when it starts hurting. When I feel pain, that's when I start counting, because that's when it really counts. I need you to think the same way. When you start to feel a little pain, when you start to feel a little uncomfortable, when you start to feel a little tired, when you start to feel a little stressed, a little overwhelmed, keep pushing, keep grinding, keep going, because that's when it really counts. When you reach that point that most others would stop, that's when you keep going and engage in positive self-talk just like the little engine that could. Tell yourself over and over again, I know I can, I know I will, I know I can, I know I will. It's not over until I succeed. It's not over until I win. Because stopping right now is absolutely not an option. That diploma is mine. That degree is mine. That job is mine. That business is mine. The next level awaits. And once I get past all of the streets, bypasses, and highways of adversity, misfortune, bad luck, hardship, misery, and heartbreak, I will arrive at my destination of gold because all of that pressure transformed that lump of coal that used to be me into a diamond. Now that's the mindset of a champion. That's the mindset of a winner. That's the mindset of an overcomer. And above all else, that's the mindset of a graduate. David Bly said, striving for success without hard work is like trying to harvest a crop when you haven't planted. So today, I need you to take hard work out for a date. And before you know it, you're in a phenomenal relationship with success that one day will lead to an incredible marriage to greatness. So never forget, hard work pays off. So stay dedicated, be persistent, remain positive, dream big, and conquer any and every obstacle that you ever face. This is a great day to win. The reason why you're so frustrated and angry and bitter is because you're functioning on an old software internally. And life is demanding an upgrade and you keep pushing off the alarm saying, remind me tomorrow. It's time for the next version of yourself. Snap out of it. You're going to have to sacrifice who you used to be. Sacrifice is what's going to get you in the door. Sacrifice is what's going to have you seated at the table. College is not high school. And the real world is not college. And so you can't keep showing up the old version of yourself. 
And so you've got to learn how to sacrifice your time. You got to sacrifice. When you want to sleep, you have to wake up. When you want to watch that movie, you got to read that book. If you want the future, you got to sacrifice your time. Time. Where we spend our time is what we value most. Get out of this 30-day mentality and commit for the rest of your life. I, I need you to get out of your comfort zone. You can't be successful with the companion of comfort. Comfort and success cannot walk together. Boss up and admit that you are afraid. You are afraid to fulfill destiny. You are afraid to manifest. You are afraid to evolve. You are afraid to give it everything you have because you are afraid that people will reject you. You are afraid to change. You are afraid to move. Boss up and admit that you are afraid. And I'm just believing that today is the day that you break through. I need you to tell yourself, I am not afraid. I am not afraid of pursuing my objectives. I am not afraid of focusing. I am not afraid of sacrificing. I am not afraid of giving it everything I have. I don't care what anybody thinks. I don't care what I look like. I'll look crazy if I have to to fulfill my destiny. This is my time. Late nights, early mornings, sometimes no friends, no family. I don't know what your sacrifice is, you just may have to give everything you have. But in the end, it'll be worth it. The future is very expensive. I don't know what it is that you want to do, but everybody's got something they want to do. Everybody's got something they want to become. Everybody's got somewhere they believe they've been destined to go. And oftentimes we don't hit these targets because we're not considering the cost. Then I just want to share with you things that you need to start sacrificing right now. Number one, your time. You got to get used to sacrificing your time. If you're going to achieve it, if you're going to become it, if you're going to go somewhere, then you're going to learn how to have to sacrifice your time. You can't have the future and you don't know how to wake up at three o'clock in the morning, four o'clock in the morning, five o'clock in the morning. You can't have the future. You will not be able to manifest if you're sleeping when the world sleeps. So you got to learn how to get up when everybody's sleeping. You only have 24 hours in a day. You got to learn to manage the time that is given to you. This means that you can't binge watch your favorite television show every day. This means that you can't be on social media every day. This means that you can't do whatever you want all day and think you're gonna manifest and become this person and achieve this feat. It's not gonna happen. Number two, you gotta surrender comfort. I, I need you to get out of your comfort zone. If you're going to be successful, if you're going to achieve it, if you're going to become it, you've got to break out of your comfort zone. Some of you, you have financial goals, you have relational goals, you have health goals, but you're comfortable. You're comfortable in the current toxic relationship you're in. You're comfortable being overweight. But I'm just wondering if there's anybody that's listening to me that's just flat out tired of being comfortable. Number three, past versions of yourself. 
there is an irritation there is an anguish and a pain that we all carry when we show up in a new season the old version of ourselves every season requires a new version of yourself another version of discipline and focus and intentionality so you got to sacrifice the old you I know you keep celebrating small wins and what you accomplished five years ago, two years ago, what you did in high school. I need you to find a mirror. I need you to say goodbye to the old version of yourself. In the next three to six months, you're going to make you proud. The next thing that's got to go is fear, pride, and ego. For many of us, fear is disguised as rational and practical and and fear is disguised as a planning agent I'm just planning out the process and I'm just gonna wait I'm just kind of walking myself through everything and, and 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 processing everything and so fear cloaks fear disguises itself as as process and and I'm talking to you I need you to find a mirror and I need you to bind up the spirit of fear and I need you to tell yourself I am not afraid I am not afraid. If you were to ask me, what do I fear? I don't fear starting. I fear never starting and sleeping on my potential. I'm terrified of not manifesting and becoming the version of myself I was destined to be. So the next thing you're gonna have to sacrifice is that vice. Now listen, I I don't know what your vice is. If you're trying to lose weight, your vice could be ice cream, chips, cupcakes, cookies. If you're trying to be financially fit, Your vice could be splurging on clothes and entertainment and food and recreation. Sometimes you're going to have to surrender that month, that quarter, that year. It takes a lifetime of discipline. Can you surrender what you have possessed? Can you surrender what is possessing you? Some of you are possessed by social media. It's no longer a servant. It is a master. Social media is a beautiful servant but it is a terrible master. Can you surrender social media? Can you surrender your time? Can you surrender yourself? Can you surrender your mind? Can you surrender your will? Can you stop choosing what's killing you? If you're going to achieve it, if you're going to manifest, if you're going to do this thing, then you're going to need some stamina. Come on, believe it. Come on, you got to start speaking that stamina over your life, speaking that endurance over your life. Believe it, believe it. If you're going to be extraordinary and you can't make ordinary sacrifices, there are levels to sacrifice. There's sacrifices that everybody makes, sacrifices in every scene of our lives. And then there are some extraordinary sacrifices. You can't have the future if you can't surrender something that's no longer serving you. You cannot manifest. You cannot become the next version of yourself. You cannot experience a higher quality of life unless you sacrifice. There are some things that you love too much. There's some people that you've kept in your life. They are toxic. They add no value. They are no longer serving your vision. It's time for the next version of yourself. Snap out of it. This version of you is not going to carry you in this next season. You're going to have to sacrifice who you used to be.
Are you ready for 2024? Last year, it's over. And it's not coming back. The time has come to trust in yourself to be stronger and to push forward. Are you prepared to attack and give it everything you have? This is the time to give all or give nothing. It's time, ladies and gentlemen, to change. You choose what you're looking for because what you look for, you find. That's how life works. You have to stop overthinking. It's time for you to be all in. Don't you sell your soul to get someone to like you. Don't you sell your soul to get someone to love you. You don't need that kind of love. Just remember that. And you don't want to be around people that like to talk about people. If you find yourself in a group of people that constantly are either downplaying somebody or being negative about somebody or putting somebody down and they're doing it behind closed doors, they're the biggest cowards of all. So don't forget that. You can't allow your past mistakes to define you. Last year, you didn't know how you were going to get through it. Last year, you didn't know how you were going to stand on your two feet. If you are not giving your all, are you willing to confront you? Are you ready to go all in, ladies and gentlemen? The time has come once again to grind, to fight a little bit, to do what you need to do, to get where you need to be in your life. It's life and we must live it every single day. Give everything you got within yourself and keep looking up and just understand that you got to go all in. As most people know, life is tough. You cannot deny it. No matter how strong you physically may be, you got to make sure that spiritually and mentally that you're able to push through and carry on. I'm out here running and I get out and I work through it so that I can get better at it. The thing that kills anybody is the fact that that spirit of I don't want to do it or I can't do it tends to manifest itself in your surroundings and it slows down your progress so that you can push forward let me tell you I promise you life does not get easy for anybody as a matter of fact it gets harder for anybody that's living and breathing. So no matter what you do, you got to keep moving forward. Are you willing to go hard when it looks like you aren't making any progress? Are you willing to be rejected? So many individuals 
are going to have to face the reality that we are all going through some significant challenges throughout our lives. But you're here. And you must endure. And you must push. And you must fight. And you must believe that you've got what you need inside of yourself. You've got to trust in yourself and believe that if you made it this year, you can keep going a little bit further and carry on. There are going to be many mistakes. There are going to be many setbacks. But as long as you go in with a positive mindset and a strong will, all things are possible. This is not the time to quit. This is not the time to go back down memory lane. You got to see your life directly in front of you. You have to have a laser focus. Whatever happened in the past, the past can't do anything about your right now. We're talking about your future. But the future is unknown. But if you prepare for it, if you're ready for it, whatever the situations that may come your way, whatever circumstances that you must face. You have to have a no matter what attitude. It's what we do with the time that we have and how we work towards our greatness, towards the uniqueness that we possess inside. Let 2024 be not just a new year, but the year that you realize that you are still amongst the living. And the work must be done. But what are you going to do? How much of yourself are you willing to give? Or are you going to continue down the I'll do it tomorrow. Do you constantly repeat yourself over and over again, giving up false promises? It's time, ladies and gentlemen, to change. You have to be willing to get up every single time you fall. If you want to be a winner, you got to be willing to do what winners do. You got to stop living in the past and start focusing on what you're going to do at this moment of your life. Could this really be your year? You got to be committed to the process. Today, if you can hear my voice, this is your year because you are still in it. You got to make a difference. The new year is just another year. Another year of opportunity of greatness. Another year of opportunity to see just how far you've come. Stop saying you're gonna start up next year. How about starting up right now? This is the moment of a lifetime for you. 
You have what it takes, but you have to believe it. You have to believe it. Nobody else can do that for you. Make it count. Don't worry about tomorrow. Don't worry about yesterday. Make this day count. Let's say you can have a meaningful life by adopting responsibility, but it's a heavy load. You've got to be awake and alert and on your feet and moving towards something difficult. You have to have some self-control. And you have to sacrifice in the present so that the future is better. It's complex. You have to integrate a lot. And when you take on some responsibility, your life has meaning. You think, I want a meaningful life. It's like, maybe you do. If you're willing to take on the responsibility, what's the alternative? Well, to garner a lot of unearned sympathy for your victimization position. You're quite different from other people and you shouldn't be comparing yourself to them because they're not like you. You know, they, they don't have your family. They don't have your temperament. They don't have your troubles. They don't have your abilities. The only, the only person that has those is you. And this is why one of the rules, I think it's rule four, is compare yourself to who you were yesterday and not to who someone else is today. And see, that's a game you can win because you could be a little better today than you were yesterday. And that's a good thing. You're a little better, that, that's a good thing. And, and you know, no doubt there are some things that you could improve. You know, if you, if you sit and meditate for any length of time about what you're not doing optimally, answers will spring to mind. You know, you could be getting up earlier. You could be, you could be, you could be watching YouTube less. Comparing yourself to who you are now, that's a game you can win. And like I've seen this be effective in many, many cases in my clinical practice, for example, it's like you take stock of where you are, you know, what your advantages are and what your disadvantages are. And then you start with a little humility on the path of incremental improvement. And you know, incremental improvement compounds. And so you can get a long ways and, and then it's, you see, because trajectory in some sense is more important than position for, for human beings. I mean, if you're starving to death and, and, and deal, that's not the situation that I'm describing. But, you know, if you've got the bare necessities of life and so you're not, you're not surrounded by absolute privation, what you really want is to see that you're on an uphill path, you know, something that's got the right slope. And, and, and you can start anywhere on that path. And you, you can improve half a percent a day or a quarter of a percent a day and you think well that's not very much it's like it's a hundred percent if it's a quarter percent a day it's a hundred percent in four years and that doesn't count compounding you know which means it's yep. actually going to happen a lot faster i believe that the world is constructed so that each person plays a vital role and so every time that someone gets their act together it's like great great that's going to have way more positive effect than you think and stave off an awful lot of trouble because someone who goes bad can do an unbelievable amount of damage. So even just not yeah. going bad is a good thing. So one of the things I learned from Carl Jung, whom who I have great respect for, is that we, we necessarily exist inside a hierarchy of values. And that manifests itself all the time because in order to act, things have to come to a point, right? For you to do something, you have to decide at that moment that that thing is more important to do than anything else that you're doing. And it isn't only how you act, it's even how you perceive. Because when you look at the world, you look at some things, one thing, rather than all the other things you could look at. So even to look at something, and this is technically true, you have to value the thing that you're looking at. 
Okay, so you're always using values to interact with the world, perceptually and in terms of action. Now those values are organized, otherwise you're a chaotic mess, so they're organized. There's some consistency in what you do, right? There's a narrative driving it, that's another way of looking at it. it means you exist inside a value hierarchy. Some things are more important than others. Some of the things that are important to you are even more important than other things that are important. To other people. It's, well, to you, sure. to other yeah. people, period. Right. But you're pointing towards something. Now, you might be fragmented and pointing to a bunch of contradictory things, mm -hmm. but that's not helpful. Let's assume that you're a reasonably integrated person. Okay. And so you're, you're, pursuing, you're pursuing something of value. It's at the top of your hierarchy. Functionally speaking, whatever that is at the top of your hierarchy, that's God for you. And you might say, well, I don't believe in God. It's like, huh, yeah, but you still have, you either Something have- that's your God. You have an ultimate value sure. that performs the function that a deity would perform. I agree with that. And so there's the idea of the noble aim. And it's, it's not something, it's, it's something that's necessary. It's the bread that people cannot live without, right? That's not physical bread. It's the noble aim. And what is that? Well, it's to pay attention. It's to speak properly. It's to confront chaos. It's to make a better world. It's something like that. And that's enough of a noble aim so that you can stand up without, you know, cringing at the very thought of your own existence so that you can do something that's worthwhile to justify your wretched position on the planet. And whatever it is that is you has this capacity to experience reality and to transform it, which is a very strange thing, you know. You can conceptualize a future in your imagination and then you can work and make that manifest. You participate in the process of creation. That's an amazing idea because it gives consciousness a constitutive role in the cosmos. Okay, if you just sit there, you'll die. You can't just sit there. You have to go act out in the sure. world. Okay, so act towards what? Well, that's whatever your aspiration is. You have to have an aim. Okay, well, what should the aim be? Well, it should be something worth doing, let's say. What? Why do something that you don't feel is worth doing? What do you think's worth doing? Well, if you watch other people and you judge when they're doing something worthwhile, you usually judge them positively if you see that they're taking responsibility, at least for themselves. What, do you want to be completely useless so other people have to take care of you? That's pretty pathetic. And maybe you could get your act together so you're taking care of yourself and your family. And maybe you could even do better than that and take care of yourself and your family and your community. Well, good for you. That's, that's responsibility and that's an aim. Well, here's one of the things that's cool about that, is that your life doesn't have meaning without aspiration or an aim. Okay, so you need a hierarchy of values. There's got to be something at the top. It's got to be something important. If you don't have that, your life doesn't have any meaning. So if you criticize the hierarchy, or even the ideas of, idea of hierarchy, you destroy the idea of aspiration, and then people have nothing. Well, that's not helpful. People are built for a struggle and they're built for a weight, and you want to take on a heavy burden voluntarily. See if you can put yourself together. See what you can do out in the world while you're waiting to die. It's an all-in game. It better be worthwhile. Trickster and the jester, the comedian, right? The, the, the trickster is the precursor to the savior. That's one of the things I learned from Jung that was just, it's so unlikely. You'd never think that. It's so amazing that that might be the case. But the satirical and the ironic and the, and the troublemaker, the, the comedian, the fool, the fool is the precursor to the savior. Why? Because you're a fool when you start something new. And so if you're not willing to be a fool, then you'll never start anything new. And if you never start anything new, then you won't develop. And so the willingness to be a fool is the precursor to transformation. And that's the same as humility. And so if you're going to write your destiny, you can do a bad first job. You're going to get smarter as you move forward. 
That's the thing, is that, so if something beckons to you, that's what happens here. Maybe the star that Geppetto wished on was the wrong damn star, but at least it was a star, right? At least it was in the sky. At least it moved him forward. And so you say in your life, well, something grips you and, and, and fills you with interest. And you think, well, should I do that? And the answer is, if not that, then something. Have some ambition. Have, some, have a vision. Have a goal. Have a strategy. Try to, try to be a good person. In, in, not, not because it's your duty precisely, because that's the proper way to live. There's always another level. And it's not about beating the man or woman that's standing in the room with you. It's about beating the man and the woman that's in the mirror. Can you do better than you? Can you do better than you did yesterday? That's all I want to ask you. Can you do better? This is the day. Come on, say this with me. This is the day I learn like I never have. This is the day I invest like I never have. This is the day I take it seriously. I got one window. I may not be here tomorrow. I see all things working for good. I see you stepping into everything that God has called you to do. I see you stepping into purpose and stepping into the plans that God already has laid out for you. This is your day. Get up and conquer your day. I'm just wondering what are you going to do in this next 24 hours that you did not do. I'm just wondering if you're going to level up two millimeters more than you did yesterday. Are you going to get better? Are you going to get stronger? Are you going to get wiser? Are you going to pray differently? Are you going to see this thing differently? I'm just wondering when are you going to see the power of 24 hours? I'm just wondering when are you going to seize the opportunity? You can have journals full of dreams. You can have vision boards from your front door to your bathroom. But if you don't count up the cost of what it's going to take, and if you are not willing to pay that price, you cannot have your future. I want you to get this mentality in your head. Every day, you pay. You pay. Forget waking up at 2 o'clock in the morning. You may have to lose sleep for a week. You may get two hours of sleep in seven days so that you can accomplish what it is that you've been destined to accomplish. What you were born to contribute to humanity. And so I know it hurts and I know it's expensive. Everything you need to get to this next level is inside of you. There's always another level to stand up. I'm just wondering if you're going to rise and see the opportunity. Rise. Rise above what they said. Rise above what happened. Get up. Get up. Get up. You've got a day to conquer. I know you don't feel up to the task. I know you've got some doubt and you've got some fear and you've got some uncertainty and you hate the image that you see in the mirror and you hate the way your money looks and your relationships look and people that you've given your all to keep walking out on you. I know you feel stuck in reverse. I know you feel like you're underpaid and undervalued and overlooked, but listen, get up! This is the day that everything changes. Get up! Rise and grind! Get up and get after it! Get up and get after it! You are here by design! You are listening to this talk by design! 
Get up and beat yourself from yesterday. I don't have time to walk in unforgiveness. I'm focused. I don't have time to think about who doesn't like me, who's, who doesn't agree with me. I'm too focused. Get focused. Get focused. And you got two options. You can give up or get up. The measure of, of trauma and misery, it doesn't matter. If you are alive, you have another opportunity to begin again. And every day, every single day, gives you that new opportunity. So if you don't have a to-do list, get a to-do list. If you haven't planned the day, start planning your day the night before. If you don't have a morning routine, get a morning routine. Start your morning with prayer and meditation. If you're not tracking your progress, start tracking your progress. If you don't have accountability partners, you need to get accountability partners. If you have not identified the roadblocks, if you have not identified the kryptonite, if you have not identified the hurdles, what has hindered your forward progress, identify those things. Get up and get after it. Every day that you wake up, remember someone else did not. You are alive for a reason. We've got purpose and we've got fulfillment and we've got destiny breathing down our necks. Yet oftentimes, the days can feel mundane and meaningless. The reason why days often feel meaningless and mundane is because we are directionless. Why on earth are you here? This is your day. You've got a window. You've got another 24 hours because you may not make it to tomorrow. And if all we're thinking about is the goal and not valuing the journey and the growth that happens along the way, then we'll miss the moment. And when we miss the value in a moment, we lack momentum and we stay stagnant, seated in reverse. We have to acknowledge, coupled with that healing, is what went wrong. Where did I fall? Where did I get off kilter? What could I have done differently? What boundaries did I allow to be breached relationally, financially, with my investments, with my mindset? Where did I put my energy and I didn't get anything back in return? It's like investing in a vending machine with a sign on it that says out of order. And I'm convinced that many of us invest in people and places that are just simply out of order. And this is why we're drained. And this is why we're tired. And this is why we're weary and well-doing. And this is why the day is mundane and it's the same old, same old. Something's gotta change with you. And so it's time to start uploading some new programming, some new programming. Here's what I feel like, but here's what I've got to do. It's expensive. It's expensive. It costs. I know. I get it. I don't feel like it. I can't see it. I can't hear it. I don't feel appreciated. I don't feel like I'm relevant. I don't care what you feel. You've got to do what is required in order to manifest. Life and death is in the power of your tongue. Just get in a mirror and start speaking life over yourself. Start speaking life over your family. Start speaking life over your money. Just start speaking life over it. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. Can you do better than you did yesterday? I'm talking to that person that keeps failing the mission. 
I'm talking to that person that keeps saying, I'm going to make more money. I'm going to learn a new skill. I'm going to make bigger connections. I'm going to invest in myself. And day after day, you fail again and again. I'm talking to that person that just wants to beat their self of yesterday. I don't care who you are, where you're from, and what you're doing. Get to it. This is your day. Get up and get after it. You have another day where you failed yesterday, where you almost gave up yesterday, where you, when you almost lost your mind, where you almost gave in, when your back was up against the wall. What crafts do I need to beat on? What, what skill sets do I need to acquire? Uh, what, what do I need to be studying for hours in a day? Uh, what programs do I need to upload in order to manifest different things? What skill sets need to be acquired? What relationships need to be cultivated? These are the things that I need to be thinking about. If you can be 1% better than you were yesterday, you're making progress. Every day, every single day is a new beginning. Get up. You've got a day to conquer. Quick question, do you really want to be great? Are you a grinder? Are you determined? Are you willing? Will you go that extra mile? Will you put forth the effort that is necessary to get what it is you're seeking in your life? For every moment that you have been given is an opportunity to be greater than you was yesterday. For every opportunity that is given you got to be willing to work a little bit harder. This is your life now. You told me, you told yourself, you told your friends, you told your family that you're trying to get somewhere. You're trying to break the cycle. You're trying to break the chain. You must continue to find a way and make a way out of no way. Don't wait for a handout. Don't wait for someone to tell you to do it. Do it because you need to do it. Do it because it must be done. There are going to be all kinds of challenges that we all must face. You cannot live in this world without a challenge. You cannot live in this world without a struggle. Because with every struggle that you have been through, it will help you to be stronger. But you cannot give up. You got to make a decision. What's it going to be? failure and success are you gonna look back on your life and live with regret rise and grind your time is now it's time for you to make that change and become the person that you were born to be and become the person that you were meant to be and become the person that God sent you here to be no excuses no retreat no surrender this ain't the time to be sitting up there feeling sorry. This ain't the time to be saying you don't have what it takes. So what do you think? You thought it was going to be easy? You thought you were going to be able to just walk in and walk out and say, hey, I'm the best of the best. You're not the best until you go through the test. You're not the best until you pass the test. So if you get some setbacks, embrace them. Sure, every day is not going to be a good day for you. Every day is not going to always happen for you. But it's always something happening. But you got to make it happen for the right reasons. 
For every day of your life, you must continue to believe in yourself. For every day of your life, you must have enough faith and understanding that it's up to you to make that difference count. You gotta realize your only competition is really yourself. They may be winning on the outside, but if you're losing on the inside, how can you overcome that? I'm gonna tell you how you can overcome it. Shut down each and every negative thought that comes into your brain, each and every time it pops into your brain. It's a five in the morning, and you told yourself the night before, you were getting up today. And when it's time to get up, and your brain starts saying, no, I'm not ready yet. Just, just, just five more minutes. No, no, no. Just, just, just 10 more minutes. No, no, no. Just 15 more minutes. You have to shut it down and say, we're getting up right now. Five second rule. Like Mel Robbins says, you got five seconds to act on your impulse or it's gone. So we're not waiting five seconds. We're going to rise and grind. We're going to rise and shine. We're going to rise and climb. We're going to rise and give everything we got. So you always find yourself starting off on the right path. You start off, you're feeling good, you're running, you're doing everything that you need to do. But it starts to get harder. Things starting to push you back. Life starts to push you back. People start to push you back. Everything around you starts to crumble. You have nothing else left to give. But then you got to find something else. You got to turn on that grind switch. You got to get down and dirty and nasty if you got to. You got to do what necessarily is going to take for you to get what you want. You got to go out there with everything you got. It's time for you to set yourself on fire and live life with passion and put yourself in a position to do the things that you want to do on a daily basis. Rise and grind. Because the mindset of greatness knows that adversity breeds resilience. And that struggle leads to its next level success and bona fide brilliance. Wake up, wake up, wake up. Get up, get up, get up. Give every ounce of your heart. Give every ounce of your soul. See, I woke up early, went to bed late. I'm in grind mode. You gotta see the sun in yourself to live in shine mode. You gotta understand it's not a sprint, it's a marathon. In due time mode. If you're not where you wanna be in your life, it's time for you to live in redesign mode, refine mode. Don't you understand you were put here to win? Don't be afraid of the hard work. Don't be afraid to grind a little bit harder. Don't be afraid to sweat a little bit. It's okay, man. And I guarantee you will change your life, change the way you think, and you put yourself in position to expand, not shrink, rise and grind. See, the mindset of greatness is obsessed with winning and it sees the ultimate outcome right from the beginning. If you can't get up and get after it, how do you expect to win? If you can't get up and get after it, how do you expect to go to another level? If you can't get up and get after it, how do you expect to raise the championship banner on your life? 
it's time for you to change your perception. Because the reality is, you gotta put something in to get something out. You're gonna have those bad days, but keep on grinding. You're gonna wanna quit, but keep on grinding. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a very important part of your life. It is a decision that you have to make within yourself. No one is responsible for that. The grinder, you, the individual, the person that you are inside will determine the outcome, whatever you're gonna do in your life. So continue to grind. Grind with everything you got. Be strong every day of your life. No matter what comes your way, keep grinding and keep moving forward. Success is knocking at your door, but you keep refusing to open up. It's time for you to open it up and let the wind come in, let the greatness come in. You are the definition of resilient. Don't you realize how brilliant you are? Don't you realize the capabilities of you? It's time for you to do what you gotta do so you can go where you wanna go. See, the mindset of success, it has a winning pedigree. And every day the goal is to add to its legacy. What legacy are you gonna leave? When they talk about you, when they say, oh, he slept in every day to 12. Oh, she slept in every day to 12. And did nothing with his or her life. Or would they say, that's my role model, that's my hero, I look up to that person because they are exactly who I aspire to be. The choice is yours. It's not gonna happen overnight. The marathon continues. But you can celebrate small wins along the way. And before it's all said and done, like Rocky in that movie, you will run up those steps and you'll keep running and you'll keep running and you'll keep running and you'll keep running and you'll, you'll want to stop but you keep running and the day will come when you arrive at the doorstep of next level greatness and you raise your arms in victory rise and grind my friend this is a great day Interested people watch obsessed people change the world. Kobe Bryant was not interested in winning championships. He was obsessed. If you really have an obsession to figure it out, you will figure it out. Look in the mirror, motherfucker, is you versus you. An obsession comes in the small details that nobody pays attention to. Because our obsessions become our possessions. You hear this all the time. Don't sweat the small stuff. The one percenters, the point oh one, they sweat every single detail. I'm obsessed with it. I'm a winner bus. What you obsess about most regularly, you will eventually possess in your life. You have to be obsessive. You have to be obsessive. You have to be addicted. You have to be disciplined. 
The key there is you. Winning requires you to be different, and different scares people. It's never enough. Nothing great is going to come without you having to deal with adversity and pain tolerance. The price you will pay for not winning is infinitely greater than the price you will ever pay to win. It's everything, and it's in the details. If I can do it, why can't they? You gotta fight like hell. That if you want a thing bad enough to go out and fight for it. It's the ones that can fight, the ones that come back. Those are the ones that succeed. Those are the icons. Paradise starts in hell. And if you simply go after that thing that you want. You're not born with greatness, you earn greatness. I don't care how you get there, the goal is to win, period. Different scares people. And anytime anybody's told me I'm crazy, I've always thanked them for that. Because it gave me the ability to see and do things that other people can't do and acknowledge things that other people won't acknowledge. If you're obsessed with taking your business, your sport, whatever it is, to another level, stand up. You must be able to deal with pain. And the more understanding you have of what's causing you the pain and how you've dealt with it is going to determine how successful you will be in whatever you choose in life. It's on you. Your failure and your success is on you. I think the thing that people misunderstand about success is they're looking for the easiest way to get there. Look at the most successful people in the world. They're the most coachable. They have the least amount of doubt. They have the least amount of doubt. You usually have doubt because of what somebody else is gonna think of you. So there are people that aren't gonna see your vision. People didn't see Jeff Bezos' vision. People right. don't see Elon Musk. People don't see Kobe and Jordan's vision. And that's okay, but you've gotta be willing to see it in yourself. Everyone's gonna hit adversity. It's how you deal with that adversity. And the key word is you. Not letting somebody else deal with that adversity. You have to deal with that adversity. And how you deal with it. Are you gonna fight through it? Or are you gonna curl up and just roll over into the corner? People talk about this all the time. Losing builds character. Well, how much character do you need? Your dreams and thoughts better be so big that they better scare you. They better scare you. Because you're not thinking big enough that you don't want it. It has to be something that nobody else has thought about before or done before. The process it takes to be number one and stay at number one, you have no, you have, you have no idea. Very few people understand what winning and success does to an individual's mental health. Everybody wants to sit in your seat until they have to sit in your seat. But it takes a special individual, and there's very few people that can do that.
always say this, the most driven individuals, they live a life for many years and certain times without balance. Everybody strives for balance, balance, balance. And in order to be that obsessed with something over and over again, there is going to be times where things are going to be out of balance. It just is. You can't be the best at something and try to balance everything else around your life. You don't find balance, you create it. And it's different for every individual out there. The balance I've created may be completely different than the balance you, you've, cre you've created. And there's certain times in your life that the scales are definitely going to be weighing towards one side more than the other. In early part of Kobe's, Kobe's career, it was about basketball and winning. About basketball and winning. And towards the end of his career, it became less about winning. It was still about basketball, and it became more on spending time with the family. But you have to surround yourself with people. You have to surround yourself with people, with individuals that would be selfish for you. They understand your obsession. They understand your drive. They understand your attention to detail. Make sure you're all in. Your obligation to yourself to be the best, to achieve the highest level, has to be greater. The pressure you put on yourself has to exceed anybody else's pressure that puts on you. You gotta start winning. It's a mindset. Before you have an exceptional skill set, you have to have the right mindset. You have to have a great mindset. The stronger your mindset is, the greater your skill set is going to be. They gotta want it. It's what fuels you. What's fueling that desire? Individuals that can control it, harness it, acknowledge it, know how to use it. It takes them to a completely different level. You have to win with all of you. Everybody can handle pressure. You know what? Most people decide not to. But why is it worth it? Because the results are so good. I have to be at my best to win. For people that feel like they're wasting their time, they're not getting the results they want, what is one thing that they could be doing right now that would turn things around for them? I think one of the things is the way that we approach time. This is something that almost no one talks about anymore. So I feel like you may be behind. You may actually be behind your destiny right now. Like maybe you're not on pace. In fact, I think most people watching this, listening will say, I am behind on achieving my destiny. I'm not exactly sure what it is, but I feel like it's slipping. I feel like I'm behind. So you better figure out time differently. And you can bend and manipulate time to your advantage. And so I, about 25 years ago, went, I'm not the most talented. I'm not the smartest. And I'm really not. I don't come from, you know, a whole track record of success, right? I don't have the perfect upbringing. How in the world am I going to win? I got to do things other people aren't willing to do. And I got to fix the way I look at time. 
the most stupid, antiquated, ridiculous concept on planet Earth today very well may be that a day is 24 hours. <laughs> it's so stupid. It's the dumbest thing ever. 24-hour days were contrived when there were no cars. There was no electricity. If I wanted to get you a message, I had to write something down if I could, send it on a horseback, hope you get it. That's insane. Never mind the internet. So what used to take hours, days, weeks, months, years to do can be done now in a millisecond in the internet or on our smartphones. Yet we measure the time the same way that guy did? That's bananas. That is so stupid. And so my days now are from 6 a.m. to noon. That's a day. It's six hours. And in that day, some days you just chill. But in that day, I'm going to get the amount of productivity, faith, working out, fitness, money, business, you name it, in that day. We've all had a morning where we go, I got more done this morning than I have in weeks. Well, why can't you do that every morning? So I measure time. I've compressed and condensed time. I've bent it. My day is 6 a.m. to noon, and I'm not crazy. You're crazy for thinking it takes 24 hours, just like some dude in a cave did 300 years ago. And it's unfair that people have taught you this. My second day starts at noon and goes till 6 p.m. That's day two. But what the cool thing is at the end of day one, this clock goes off about noon every day, bro, and goes, what did I just get done? What didn't I do? What do I need to be accountable for? What do I need to double my efforts? Just like you do at the end of most days, right? And then the next day is 6 p.m. to midnight. And some of those are just fun days. Sundays I chill, right? But some days they're really super productive. What I've done now is I have changed and manipulated time. I now get 21 days a week. Stack that up over a month, I'm gonna kick your butt. Stack it up over a year, you're toast. Stack it up over five years, my entire life is different than it would have been otherwise. And if you do this for about 90 of your traditional days that you think are, you will come back to me and go, that profoundly impacted my life. And here's the other thing that happens. The world responds to you differently when you value your time like that. What is precious is valuable. That's why a diamond or this watch is way more expensive than the piece of paper that's written down there because it's more scarce. When your time, when you interact with the world is slightly more scarce, they respond to you as if you're more valuable. So you get more accountability, more productivity, more fun, more joy, and the world flips its response to you. All of a sudden you become more valuable and precious to people when your time is different. And you'll get thousands more days in your life and live a much more blissful and happy life than the person who only gets 24 hours. Building self-confidence is the process of keeping the promises you make to yourself. And if you lack self-confidence, you've got a relationship and reputation with yourself that's not very favorable. But in life, as you know, we don't get like our goal. We get probably 25% of our goals. But we ultimately always get our standards. Long-term, you will get your standards. So the question becomes, what's the standard need to be then? And that standard needs to be, you keep the promises you make to yourself and one more. So if you're gonna do 30 minutes on the treadmill every day, you don't do 30 minutes. You do the 30 minutes, you do one more. You're gonna make 10 contacts in a day. You don't make 10 contacts in a day. You do the 10 contacts and you make one more. So you start stacking up mathematically all of these one mores. You've just done more so you're better, but you've changed the standard of your life and you've built this superhuman type self-confidence that I not only do what I say I'm gonna do, I do one more than I'm saying I'm gonna do, and that's something almost nobody's willing to do, so I'm gonna get things almost nobody's gonna get. So that's one thing initially everybody can do. This is something that if we could train ourselves to do, our entire lives would change, which is that do the inconvenient or difficult thing in your day or in your life. Human nature is to avoid that. You, talk, you call it being lazy, but it's just to avoid the inconvenient. Napoleon Hill says in Think and Grow Rich, which I love, he says, on the other type of temporary pain, you are introduced to your other self, and that other self produces another life. So what we have to change, I think, to some extent, is our relationship with pain. I'm willing to pursue pain. I'm willing to pursue discomfort 
and do the inconvenient thing because on the other side of that, I have extended my capacity. I've literally changed who I am by getting on the other side of that. When you find a family or a person that's happy and successful or either one, somewhere back in their lineage, they weren't. That family wasn't. And then the one shows up, the one. And that one changes that family forever. It changes the way they live, the way the world treats them, the way they think. They're the Neo, they're the one in their family. And in my family, I'm the one, I'm the one. I didn't like it, I didn't hope for it, I fought for it. And if you're listening to this or watching it, why don't you consider the fact that potentially maybe you're the one. And the fact that you don't think you are, or that you're not qualified to be the one, or don't have the background or the skills or the confidence, probably makes you the one, because that was me. So if you're listening to this or watching it, stop discounting yourself. Stop carrying these bags of your life of the things you're embarrassed or ashamed of or that you think are insignificant, that don't amount to anything. Those are the things, you, precious you, that could change another precious human being's life in a moment where they need you the most. And if you don't believe you're qualified, if you don't believe you can do it, you're gonna miss those moments in your life. And your entire existence here wasn't what it was supposed to be. I was with Kobe the week before he passed away. Mm. I wonder if someone would have whispered, Kobe, when he got in the car today. Six more days. How would that week maybe have been different for him? Mm. What would he have said? Who would he have loved? Who would he have reached out to? What would have mattered to him? How about the Saturday before? Kobe, one more day. See, it hits us when I say that. And there's a whisper happening that you can't hear. We forget, we're gonna die. Napoleon Hill says, begin with the end in mind. What if you did that with your life? What if you began with the end of your life in mind and worked it backwards? See, when we begin to distill downs and we realize, yeah, there's a power to one more because they're not promised how many we have. And there's a power and there's a blessing that you get one more in your life. Have another day to change their life. They have another opportunity to do one more. They have another opportunity to make their family proud of them. They still have more time. They don't just have one more day probably to be the one in their family. Life is beautiful, it's precious. And sometimes we only have an appreciation for it in its absence. Sometimes we only have an appreciation for the power of the one mores or the people in our lives when we imagine their absence. And so I would just ask everybody to consider that. One of the most highly paid and respected women in the history of entertainment, Oprah Winfrey. Oprah Winfrey. Oprah Winfrey. Oprah Winfrey. Oprah Winfrey. So this show that just getting underway nationally. Mm -hmm. it, it, it's, it's going to do, it'll do well. And if it doesn't. And if it doesn't, I will still do well. I will do well because I'm not defined by a show. You know, I think we are defined by the way we treat ourselves and the way we treat other people. I didn't know the future, but I knew who was in charge of the future. You will at some point fall. And when you do, I want you to know this, remember this, there is no such thing as failure. Failure is just life trying to move us in another direction. Now, it doesn't matter how far you might rise, at some point, you are bound to stumble. Learn from every mistake because every 
experience, encounter, and particularly your mistakes are there to teach you and force you into being more of who you are. And then figure out what is the next right move. And there will be times when making the next right decision will be scary. I'll tell you a secret. That's how I've gotten through every challenge without being overwhelmed by asking what is the next right move. You don't have to know all the right moves. You just need to know the next one. And it's okay to be scared. In fact, if you weren't scared, I'd be scared for you. But let me repeat something that the most extraordinary, certainly one of the most extraordinary men I've ever known said. May your choices reflect your hopes, not your fears. I know not what the future holds, but I know who holds the future. Because life is always talking to us. And this is what I do know. When you tap into what it's trying to tell you, when you can get yourself quiet enough to listen, I mean really listen, you can begin to distill the still small voice, which is always representing the truth of you from the noise of the world. And you can start to recognize when it comes your way. You can learn to make distinctions, to connect, to dig a little deeper. You'll be able to find your own voice within the still small voice. You'll begin to know your own heart and figure out what matters most when you can listen to the still small voice. Every right move I've made has come from listening deeply and following that still small voice, aligning myself with its power, with the source of power, so that when I walk into a room just as cool as you please, and the fellas either stand or fall down on their knees and they say, that's a phenomenal woman. Because for so many of my earlier years, when I was the only, I was the only woman, I was the only person of color, the one nobody expected to be in the room, at the table, on the anchor desk, co-anchoring the news here in Nashville in 1975, walking into boardrooms in the 80s, negotiating deals to own my own show. Not just do the show, but to make as much money from it as they were gonna make off of me. And at no time, did I ever feel out of place or not enough or inadequate or an imposter? Do not let the world make an imposter syndrome out of you. So whether you call it soul or spirit or higher self intelligence, there is, I know this, there's a light inside each of you, all of us, that illuminates your very human beingness if you let it. And as a young girl from rural Mississippi, I learned long ago that being myself was much easier than pretending to be Barbara Walters. Although when I first started, because I had Barbara in my head, I would try to sit like Barbara, talk like Barbara, move like Barbara. And then one night I was on the news, reading the news, and I called Canada, Canada. And, uh, that was the end of me being Barbara. I cracked myself up on TV, couldn't stop laughing, and my real personality came through. And I figured out, 
oh, gee, I can be a much better Oprah than I could be a pretend Barbara. Well, this is what I know for sure. There will never be anything in your life as fulfilling as making a difference in somebody else's. Everybody here wants to see you take your integrity, your curiosity, your creativity, your guts, and this newfound education of yours and use it to make a difference. Everybody always thinks you got to go do something big and grand. I'll tell you where you start. You start by being good to at least one other person every single day. Just start there. That's how you begin to change the world by just being good to one other person. It doesn't matter if it's a member of your tribe or a stranger on the street. I'm here to tell you that a little act of compassion can be a lifesaver for somebody who receives it, but also for you who offers it. Just extend yourself in love and kindness to somebody. And as my dear friend Maya always said, love recognizes no barriers. It jumps hurdles, it leaps fences, it penetrates walls to arrive at its destination full of hope. And when you step out in love, you become someone's hope. And I know that becoming hope in the world won't always be easy. There'll be times when you get to your wits end, but there's another old proverb that says, when you get to your wits end, remember that's where God lives. I would add that when you get to your wits end, it's also a good idea to remember that you've been there before because we are among the toughest, most resilient people the world has ever seen. From time to time, you may stumble, fall. You will for sure count on this. No doubt you will have questions and you will have doubts about your path. But I know this, if you're willing to listen to be guided by that still small voice that is the GPS within yourself, to find out what makes you come alive, you will be more than okay. You will be happy, you will be successful, and you will make a difference in the world. I never said when you wanna succeed as bad as you wanna eat, because you can go 21 days, maybe 30, but without eating. I never said when you want to succeed as bad as you want water, because you can go about three days or so without it. I said when you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe, then you'll be successful. And so one of the things I want to do for you as an educator today, you don't necessarily need better skills per se. That's not what you need, but what some of you need is to go from 70% to 120%. Some of you need to go from 80% to 120%. The reason why I'm giving 120 is because your daddy's not in your life. The reason why I'm giving 120 is because your father's in prison. The reason why I'm giving 120 is because your mom is working two jobs. The reason why I'm giving 120 is because your grandma is raising you. The reason why I'm giving 120 is because you live in a community where education is not valued. So I don't care what you do academically, when you leave here, you can't go and get credit for getting A's. 
that in your neighborhood, in your community, nobody affirms you for reading at a certain level. Nobody affirms you for doing well on your ACT or your SAT. Where you come from, education is not affirmed. So even if you are a scholar, you have to keep it to yourself. You have to suppress it. So the reason why I give 120 is because your daddy's not there to give 80 and your mama's too tired to give 100 and your grandma is washed out so she's giving 50. And y'all do that little stuff about you gonna eat, but y'all ain't got no doggone motor. You get tired quick. You, you practice for one or two days, you roll out. You do a couple hours, you tired. But yet you compete against people right now, that's their lifestyle. And you think they about to let you take their lifestyle? I don't want to do it as much as I want to eat. I don't want to do it as much as I need to drink. I want to be the best in the world as bad as I want to breathe. I want to be the Michael Jordan of education. I want to be the LeBron James of education. And I ask you the question. I ask you the question today, are you giving 120? I never said when you want to succeed as bad as you want to eat. I never said when you want to succeed as bad as you want water. I said when you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe, then you'll be successful. I, I, I told my professor, what happens if I fail? He said, what happens if you pass? I said, but what happened if I don't get it? What happened if I put in all these years and it don't work out? He said, but what happens if you put in all these years and you get it? You got skill and you got will. You got skill and you got will. Two total different things. You were born with certain things, but to get to the next level, and not just get to the next level, to stay at the next level, you gotta have will when you get to that next level. So when you play, you have to compete. When you have an opportunity, why would you give 80% when you have an opportunity? Somebody answer that for me. Y'all talk, why would you give 80%, 70%? Why wouldn't you always give 120%? For real, you might get it, but right now what? Oh, I can't hear y'all. You may get it, but right now what? You don't have it. You have nothing to fear, guys. You already overcame all kind of stuff. Because a lot of you don't see that what's gonna take you to that next level that's gonna separate you from everybody else because you gotta have something that separates you. What's gonna separate you from everybody else? Right? I don't know what that is for you. But just talk about it. when you hear my when you hear my videos, one of the things you notice that separates me from everybody else, I don't do what in any of my videos. I don't curse enough. You've never seen me cuss before. You've never seen me drink before. You've never seen me smoke. I'm not against drinking and smoking, but my brand is I don't drink, I don't smoke. What are you gonna do to separate yourself? Like, I do things to separate myself from everybody else. The passion that I have when I speak, the grind that I have when I do what I do. What are you going to do to separate yourself? People you're not even going to be hanging out with. All I want to hear is E, they grinding like they never grind before. Johnny, I want to hear they out there handling that rock like E, they monsters, E. They like freaks out here, E, like they going hard, E. That's all I want. What's well, some more stuff that's keeping you from doing what you're supposed to do? I love it.
You have an opportunity of a lifetime. And, 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 and what, what I'm trying to get you to understand is, when you understand you have an opportunity, you, just, you play a little different. I wasn't successful because of who I was. Like in a lot of y'all for real, here's what you gotta stop doing. You hold people to the fire when they don't do what they're supposed to do, but you give yourself a pass. Like, and you gotta stop doing that. Like I see in this generation, people will let their kids get away with stuff that I know you wouldn't let nobody else's kid get away with. But sometimes when you're so close to something, you don't treat it in the, you don't, you don't treat it real. Like you give it a pass because it's your, it's your baby. But if somebody else was to get on your couch and do that, you'd have a fit or somebody. So what I had to start doing was saying, you got to stop holding other people to the fire. You got to hold yourself to the fire. And I realized that without a schedule, I was the one that was messing up my life. And I realized I needed a schedule because I wasn't, I wasn't the, the brand to get me where I wanted to go, if that makes sense. Like that version of Eric Thomas would never make me a one percenter. I realized that. So when I sat down with Warren Buffett, three things that blew my mind. I never really realized where his money came from. So the first thing I did was I was like, yo, his money comes from investments. Well, what happened was when he was 12 years old, his father gave him his first like grand and let him make an investment. So I realized he's not getting up early in the morning just to get up in the morning. What he says he does is he reads. He doesn't just read books. That's not what he does. He reads financial reports. So this dude was telling me he read a financial report of General Motors in like 1964. And I'm thinking like, why would you be reading? It's 2014. He was reading the document, the financial, listen to me. He's a financial genius. What was he reading? Finances. For real, y'all be coming up to me like, yo E, what you reading? Why? You trying to be a motivational speaker? You trying to be the next Martin Luther King? You trying to be the next Mother Teresa? Why are you trying to read what I'm reading? Like, what are you trying, like, you trying to impress somebody? Why are you reading what I'm trying to read if you're not trying to be me? You, he was not reading Mother Teresa. He wasn't reading about leaders. He was reading a financial report from 1964 General Motors. Why? Because General Motors had one of their successful financial years in 1964. And so he was looking for the clues of what were they doing specifically in 1964 that can be duplicated in 2014. That's what he was looking for. So a lot of you getting up early because ET get up early, but you getting up early for no reason. You just up early. So be careful that your routine is pointing to where you're trying to get to and you're not wasting time. So I'm looking at Warren Buffett. He says he reads six hours a day. He reads, he reads financial documents six hours a day. That's the first thing he does. Seven days a week, six hours. But watch this. You go, ooh. When you read something for six hours times seven, that's 42 hours, right? That's 42 hours a week, right? I don't know how many hours that is a year, but guess why he makes the best financial decision? Because all he's doing is financial stuff. That's, he putting in 10,000, 20,000, 40,000, 50,000 hours. If you're gifted in three areas, then that means you're gonna have to get 30,000 hours just to be like basically a master. But what if you did one thing and got 30 hours of information in just that one area? You guys got 10,000 in three different areas. 
So while you got 10,000, I got 40, 50,000 in one area, what? Speaking. And guess what the disc is? The disc is still going further into personalities. It's still the same exact thing. So I'm putting more hours on top. So the routine is important because eventually it's gonna make you a beast in one particular area. That's why you need a routine because you can't trust yourself not to get off track. That routine is gonna keep you on track and make you a one percenter. And I would rather you confront, fight and fail than for you just to settle for the comfort of remaining the same. Change is tough. The world's not going to become easier all of a sudden. No, as you mature, you're going to have more responsibilities, more things that people expect out of you. The truth is, as long as there's breath in your lungs, there's hope in your heart. You can't depend on Nathan's motivation. Because motivation takes motion, motivation takes movement. And if you depend on outside sources to keep you going, when that outside source goes away, you go back to your default setting too. But if you can find your why, if you can find that thing inside of you, like that motivation, that mojo, that, that internal fire, that thing that pushes you, if you find your why, man, and you find your inspiration that's inside of you, nothing can move you. When sometimes you wake up and you look in the mirror and that person's looking back at you, the real you, a lot of us, we just want to feel like we belong. We just want to fit in. We just want to find the place in this world where we can find our rhythm, where we find purpose. Some of you are compromising who you are because you want to fit into a narrative. You want to fit into a group, into a crowd, into a clique of people. But when you look in the mirror, that's not who you really are. But you're afraid to make the choice and the change and to make real life choices that you know will activate the thing inside of that you're passionate about. I get it's hard for us, some of us, to step into our story. But I, I give you my word, we can do hard things. I truthfully didn't like the fact that I hid behind my anger and my rage. That wasn't really who I was. I may try to convince myself when I'm alone, but there were moments when I would look in the mirror and you would see that spark in your eyes that truthfully, that's not really who you are. I will affirm I know your life has been challenging. And I bet many of you come from broken families and many of you come from unhealthy environments at times and places in your story and things haven't been easy. But you're not a product of those, man. You're a product of what you do. And you can control every space and place that your life goes from this point on. If you come here just to maybe be motivated and if you come here just to be entertained, that's not gonna change your life. What changes our lives when we look in the mirror and we decide to say, you know, I'm going to begin to confront me. I'm going to try to be the better parent, the better spouse, the better friend, the better student, just the better human being. Will we take control of what we can control? And that's the things that we do and the choices that we make and how we treat people.
And if we can be intentional in those areas, man, life, life can be pretty amazing. When pressure begins to build called life, because life is going to bring you ups and downs and mountains and valleys. And I'm sure some of you in here, your backstory is full of ups and downs and good days and bad days. I bet some of you in here, your backstory is full of a lot more difficulties and some traumas and some things. It's hard for others to comprehend. See, pressure, it can create diamonds or it can bust a pipe. Pressure is not the problem. Listen, to be honest, man, your life, what you faced in 2020 and 2021 and what some of you have experienced the last several years in your life, it's not going to be the most difficult thing that you probably have ever had to face. Maybe for some of you, it's been extremely painful. Maybe you've lost someone close to you of a trauma or an abuse or something really painful has happened. But for most of us, 2020 and 2021 won't be the most difficult thing that you've ever faced in your life. Life is about these ups and these downs, and it's about pressure and insecurities and just challenges. The challenge for you and me is what will we do with the pressure that we're in? Will we allow the pressure to bust the pipe, or will we step into uncomfortable, step into our story, and to realize the pressure, the challenge, the difficult situation, if I grab a hold of it and take control of what I can control, which is me and my reaction and how I respond, that pressure can become something valuable like a diamond because there's a lot of characteristics and behaviors and habits that we develop it's not that we set out and we began to have negative thought patterns and we didn't set out to have negative habits a lot of times we're around certain people and by influence by the exposure by the ability of us to be in close to people we sometimes just pick up tendencies I'm sure some of you got some friends that say certain phrases or they talk a certain type of way and next thing you know you're kind of saying the same phrase you're kind of saying the kind of same tendency and maybe even your mom or your dad are like, you sound just like so-and-so, right? Because we catch up and we catch things from each other. And so for me, what I caught from my dad when I was a kid, it was his coping mechanisms. You know, like I always say, it was the fake face. It was the fake smile. It was acting like everything's good on the surface. But when I was alone and I was looking in the mirror, man, I was struggling, but I was silent. I was screaming, but I was quiet. The truth of the matter is, I got to a place, even though I was in prison, I wasn't going to wait till tomorrow or next semester or next year or whenever I got released to begin my change. Right now, in the middle of my external uncomfortability, I was going to make a stand and I realized hard work works, make good choices, good things happen. There's never a wrong time to do what's right. Hard work and good choices will always create opportunities for your dreams, your plans, the things you've thrown against the wall to begin to be activated. I was in prison. My external situation seemed pretty difficult it was uncomfortable but in the moment I was staying active of talking and communicating and making choices and hard work and good choices will create opportunities in the middle of your chaos in the middle of your storm for me I didn't serve 15 years because I would still be incarcerated until 2024 I've actually been released and been walking and living life and doing this since 2013 See, I got released 11 and a half years early. What happened is I found the courage in the middle of an uncomfortable situation in a storm that seemed hopeless, to be honest, to not be afraid to face the thing that I was the most afraid of, which was me. Because I promise you, 
transparency and accountability, using the people around you, but then also realizing that we've got skin in the game, which is called action, which is called choices, and doing our best to do the next right thing and treat people the way that we want to be treated. Doors and opportunities will always open in the middle of your store. And I care what you have to say. And I care what your experiences have been. And I care about your journey. Don't lose the ability to know that you are a critical thinker. You have the ability to process, to think, to rationalize, to hear data and to make conclusions. It's inside of you. Don't settle for anything less than real and authentic. I need you to ask yourself a serious question. How bad do you want it? I know you've got some doubt and you've got some uncertainty and you hate the image that you see in the mirror and you hate the way your money looks and people that you've given your all to keep walking out on you. And every day, every single day gives you that new opportunity. So if you don't have a to-do list, get a to-do list. If you haven't planned the day, start planning your day the night before. If you don't have a morning routine, get a morning routine. If you have not identified the roadblocks, if you have not identified the kryptonite, if you have not identified the hurdles, what has hindered your forward progress, identify those things. Get up and get after it. If you're having a bad day, it's a day to make a difference. It's a day to define who you truly are inside. You woke up this morning to chase your dream until you catch it. And it all starts in your mind. See, mindset is everything. Every day, every single day is a new beginning. So take a deep breath. Inhale, exhale. It's a new day, a new opportunity. When it starts to get tough, you must get a little bit tougher. So get up, carry on, be strong, and understand and know that your work is not done yet. And so I know it hurts, and I know it's expensive. Everything you need to get to this next level is inside of you. There's always another level. Monday, up early, go to bed late. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, up early, go to bed late. Can you do better than you did yesterday? That's all I wanna ask you. Can you do better? It is time to take control of your now. You may be broken, you may be hurting, people may have betrayed you, but you refuse to give up. Rise and grind, baby, let's go. I want to know what you're passionate about. See, the late, great Nelson Mandela said, there is no passion to be found in settling for a life that is less than the one that you are capable of living. Get up. You got a day to conquer.
rise and grind. You can't lay around a 12 each and every day and expect greatness to come your way. It don't work like that. See, you get out of this life exactly what you put into this life. Control, all delete. Control yourself, alter your thinking, and delete negativity, period. It's about manifestation. What have I been destined to become? Wake up! There's always another level. Life is not responsible for how you take care of your own mindset. Life is not responsible for you having a positive attitude. You're not dead. You still have life. Your heart is still beating. And the journey must continue. Stop drowning and learn how to swim. Don't blame life because you fall down. Don't blame life because that relationship didn't work out. Don't blame life because that job did not turn out. It is not life that's holding you back. You just got to be a little bit tougher than your circumstances. You can't concern yourself about things that you have no control over. What are you made of? What is your DNA? What is your mentality? What are the skill sets? Come on, start to write down the vision. What are your goals? What are your financial goals? What are your relational goals? What are your spiritual goals? Come on, start thinking about these things. You're still alive for a reason. Somebody died today, but you're still here listening. In this very moment, you have an opportunity. Seize the opportunity. When you take that kind of action, when you have that dedication, when you show that kind of passion, when you put in that kind of work, you can't help but win. Because limits exist only in the mind. You will meet many challenges. Many things will come at you. There are going to be times that you're going to want to give up. But you don't have the permission to do so. You must carry on the good fight. What good is your greatness if you don't stand on it? How can you hold on to who you really are inside if you let everything else tell you that you're not worthy? And you got two options. You can give up or get up. This is your day. Get up and beat yourself from yesterday. What are you made of? What is your DNA? What is your mentality? What are the skill sets? Come on, start to write down the vision. I need you to rise and grind. Oh, you're not hearing what I'm saying. I said it all starts with your mindset. See, the true definition of mindset is the driving force and the quest for success and achievement. A mindset that combines discipline, strength, confidence, and ambition is a powerful mindset. Be faithful. Be productive. Put away the destructive mindset. Let the world know that you matter. Believe in every step that you take. 
I know you've got some doubt and you've got some uncertainty and you hate the image that you see in the mirror and you hate the way your money looks and your relationships look and people that you've given your all to keep walking out on you. I know you feel stuck in reverse. I know you feel like you're underpaid and undervalued and overlooked. But listen, this is the day that everything changes. Get up! Rise and grind! Get up and get after it. That's what's going to separate you from the pack. You're not scared to get uncomfortable. Rise and grind and wake up with a renewed spirit. Wake up with a renewed passion. Just need you to be 1% better than you were yesterday. If you can be 1% better than you were yesterday, you're making progress. Listen to me, I'm allergic. Are you hearing me? I'm allergic to average. And the problem with a lot of you is you're not allergic to average, all right? You gotta do me a huge favor, man. You lying to yourself. On one point, you said you wanna be great. You wanna do great things. You wanna have greatness. You wanna be great. Listen to me, but on the other hand, for real, for real, you comfortable with average. And I told you, listen to me, I don't care what side of the, the, the railroad track you were born on. I don't care if you affluent, I don't care if you privileged, I don't care if you grew up in poverty with the father, without a father, with a mom, without uh, uh, adopted, I don't care. Listen to me, the reason why I'm telling you that I'm allergic to average is not personal. ET is allergic to it because success is allergic to average. Success and average don't have nothing to do with each other. You are allergic to simple. You are allergic to ordinary. Talk is cheap. So you can say that you're allergic to average, but are your actions backing it up? You gotta show the world that you mean business. You gotta show the world that you come to take action. See, greats like you jump over hurdles, run through barriers, but never ever stop grinding to win. You can't say there's certain dreams and goals, there are things you want to have and things you want to be if you are still average. You got to get to the point where you get allergic to average. You don't think average, you don't perform average. Listen to me, when I tell you the success and average have absolutely nothing to do with each other, that's what I'm telling you. Your boss can't stand average. Your coach can't stand average. Your teacher can't stand average. Your spouse, listen to me, your mama might put up with it. Your daddy might put up with it. But listen to me very closely. Nobody really likes average because average attracts average. You can't help it that you suffer from ambition. You can't help it that you suffer from trying to be great. You can't help it that you suffer from trying to go to the next plateau. You can't help it that every fiber of your being, every fiber of your existence wants to win. You can't help it that you suffer from a severe case of aspiration, purpose, and dream chasing. That's the exact reason why you keep racing because you're trying to catch up to your dreams. Because they won't do it. That has absolutely nothing to do with you. Some people have a problem for every solution. Some people don't believe that they can achieve at a high level. Some people are okay doing what normal people do, doing what average people do, doing just enough to get by. But that's not you. You have dreams, you have goals, you have aspirations, you have desires. 
and you are taking action to make all of your dreams a reality. They gotta go because now it's back to the grind because now it's back to the shine because now it's back to getting after it. Now it's back to going all in for what you said you wanted. I need you to speak it one time. One time, that's it. I need you to say it one time. I need you to get it out in the atmosphere. I need you to say it so you can hold yourself accountable to what you said. Tell a friend so they can hold you accountable. But after you say it once, shut your mouth, go into the lab and get to work. Are you hearing me? Shut your mouth, shut up. You didn't hear me say a million times I was gonna speak for the NFL, but I'm in the NFL. You didn't hear me say a million times I was going to Australia. You heard me say it once, then I went in the lab and I got to work. Let me tell you something very carefully, because I'm tired of people calling me. I'm tired of people emailing me. I'm tired of people texting me and saying, ET is not working, ET. I'm grinding, ET. I'm hustling, ET is not working. Listen to me very carefully. You reap what you sow. Don't get it twisted. You reap what you sow. Now, if you don't see what you think you should see, understand that to grow a bush and to grow a tree, it take a little bit more time, boo. So yeah, you've been studying for three months. And yeah, you've been grinding for one year. And yeah, you've been hustling for two years now and you're not seeing what you, but guess what? I told you before, you've been doing it for two years, but what were you doing the other 30 years? What were you doing the other 21 years? So it's gonna take time. But listen to me very closely. If you would get yourself in the lab, Say it, write it down, look at it, but get in the lab, number one, and start working on it. When you have an extraordinary mindset, you are determined to make the impossible possible. You are determined to make the unbelievable believable. You are determined to do more each and every day than that average person will do in a whole week. You are determined to do more in a week than an average person does in a month. You are determined to do more in a month than an average person does in a whole year. Some of y'all, you lying to yourself. You say you want to be great. You say you want to get to the next level. You say you want to be dominant on that field. You say you want to go to the final four. You say you want to be a national champion. Listen to me, you say you want a promotion. You say you want to start your own business. But listen to me very closely, you talk too much. Shut up, get in the lab, and let's go to work. Go to work and do your work. Listen to me, don't just go to work when you feel like it. Go to work every single day. Work on it every day. I need you to put yourself in a position to shine. I need you to put yourself in a position to climb. I need you to put yourself in a position to redesign. I need you to put yourself in a position to redefine. And I need you to put yourself in a position to realign your alliance. If the people in your circle are average, we don't do average. We won't do average. I need you to have a CEO mindset champion energy only you set them standards and you make each and every person that you come in contact with rise up to your standards do not drop down to their level and that wasn't an average thing see average people get average results but great people get great results when they take the necessary actions I want you to picture this imagine trying to climb up a steep hill with somebody on your back. That's exactly what it is when you allow that average mindset to attack you. You trying to go up, but you have this negative energy trying to pull you back down. 
Will you please stop trying to mix phenomenal energy with average energy? It doesn't work. You are allergic to average. Listen to me, don't keep calling me and telling me you're gonna get on the Dean's list. Do me a favor, don't tell me you're gonna be on the honor roll. Shut up, go to work and show me. Average people don't understand that. So when you tell them your come up goals, they're gonna tell you exactly why they can't be achieved. Well, I, I tried that before. It didn't work for me. My, my, my cousin tried that before. It didn't work for him. What does that got to do with you? But whatever you do, do not let that average enter into your system. This is a great day to win. I want you to think of just one person in this very moment that went through a traumatic life altering experience and it left them psychologically handicapped or even physically handicapped. Now I want you to start thinking about the pain. I want you to think about the diminished expectations, the psychological torture, the testing of the limitations of the soul. I want you to think about what this person has gone through. And I want you to think about how you were there for them. How you were compassionate, how you had empathy and you had understanding. But more than that, you felt a responsibility to come to their aid, to provide a sense of comfort and refuge. And I want you to think to yourself, when was the last time you did this for you? When you have fallen, when you have made a mistake, the worst thing you can do is criticize yourself. At the end of the day, life can be very painful. We can experience loss and worry and the insomnia of reoccurring heartbreak and hardships. It is inevitable. It is self-compassion that gives us the power to face our failures, to face our fears, to face our insecurities, to face what we don't like about ourselves and come out on top. Denial is another form of resistance and only those who are self-compassionate can deal with the problem. There's a lot of people walking around today, they have unchecked rage, unchecked aggression, unchecked anxiety, fear, insecurity. You're gonna to have to care enough about yourself to face it and find a resolve. Cure what is curable, prevent what is preventable, and go on about your day. When was the last time you showed yourself a little compassion, a little empathy? This is not an invitation to become self-absorbed, but rather a thought that I want to bring to your attention. Remember the past, but do not live in the past. Every mistake you have made up until this very moment, forgive yourself. With forgiveness comes freedom, and when you are free, you are empowered, you are positioned to fight for your future. 
If you are going to win the fight for your future, then you are going to have to master self-compassion. I don't think we really understand the power of self-compassion. We all understand that compassion is a characteristic and a distinctive that, that really causes us to recognize the urgency to assist when someone is in need. Compassion motivates us to get involved. When we see somebody that is facing adversity, conflict, hardship, it, it makes us sensitive to what others are going through. This is what compassion does. It, it makes us care at such a profound level that we are filled with an overwhelming desire to make a difference. I mean, this is the power of compassion. Compassion is one of the bridges to the future. Compassion is a part of the recipe for breakthrough. If you want to experience breakthrough relationally, socially, even politically, you're going to need compassion. We know this. Compassion makes us accept responsibility that we never thought we could handle. Compassion makes us better people than we could have ever dreamed we'd be. Uh, it makes us exist at our highest level. Compassion causes us to get creative on behalf of others. When they are facing giants, when they are facing adversity, this is what compassion does. And I'm gonna tell you this, it's easy to be compassionate on others. It's easy to believe for others. It's easy to pump somebody else up. It's easy to listen to a motivational video that says, be great, work harder, don't give up, you can do it. Wake up early, go to bed late. You know, remember your why, never sleep in, greatness is upon you, do your best. You know, it's easy for us to listen to this, but there's a disconnect with, with receiving the information and then applying the information. So our application muscle is off, and the reason why it's off is because the self-compassion is non-existent or it's so low that we are only motivated for a week or a day or a moment. But if you want the future, if you want to win the fight for the future, if you want it all, if you want to fulfill destiny, then you're going to need self-compassion. you got to treat yourself with the exact same kindness, care, and concern that you have for your best friend. I want you to take out a piece of paper and draw a line down the middle of that piece of paper. On the left side, I want you to write down everything that proceeds out of my mouth that resonates with you. I don't care if you have to pause this video a million times. Do this if you want results. On the right side of that paper, I want you to write down questions that you might have. I want you to write down this internal conversation that you've been having with yourself. So if I say number one, Number one rule for self-compassion is to kill the inner critic. You need to ask yourself, is my self-criticism crippling my ability to be self-compassionate? Most people generally try to hide their shortcomings in order to maintain positive self-image. So they get real busy and they have all this unchecked insecurity and anxiety and they have all this unchecked self-sabotaging belief about themselves. Let me tell you something right now. Busyness is artificial significance. When you have compassion on yourself, then you have a strong desire to come to your own aid to encourage yourself
to get down to the root of the problem and face what it is that you were attempting to run from. If you love yourself, then you're going to get in the mirror and you're going to face the adversity, face the conflict, embrace rather than avoid challenges. And you don't give up on yourself. Do not give up on yourself. When you find yourself criticizing yourself, negatively comparing yourself to others, try to find inspiration in their successes and strengths instead of feeling threatened. Oftentimes we privately criticize because we are publicly comparing ourselves to other people. I want you to ask yourself the question, am I generally optimistic over every facet of my life? Do I expect the best of health for myself? When I am discouraged and indulging in a form of self-pity, do I look at problems as potential opportunities? Do I praise or do I criticize? If you're going to have a high quality of self-compassion, then you're going to have to wake up every single day with a mind that is fully persuaded that you are an incurable optimist and you're going to see every challenge as an opportunity. You've got to be an incurable optimist. You've got to see the light at the end of every tunnel. You have to see the glass half full instead of half empty. And even if there's nothing in the glass, you have to see that emptiness as an opportunity to build something you've never seen. They say that which you fear or expect will most likely come to pass. The body manifests what the mind harbors. And there's a fine line between self-compassion and self-absorbed. How do you see yourself? Every day, I want you to start expecting the best as a way of life. If you are going to win the war for your future, then you are going to have to master the muscle of self-compassion. Do you just want to win? Or are you absolutely committed? Because when you are committed, when you have made the decision that I am going to win, it's no longer a want, it is a must. And when something becomes a must, when you become obsessed with what you've been called to do, you will sacrifice. People that are committed are willing to make the sacrifices. And so ask yourself the question, have you sacrificed everything? Are you paying the price? You gotta pay the price for what you want. Everything in your future comes at a cost. I am acquainted with loss, pain, lack, and famine. I wanna win now. Because winning has everything to do with your mentality. It has everything to do with how you talk, how you walk, how you think, how you overcome. Winning is not just a crown or a trophy. It is the process. It is who I am becoming. And that is how we win. If you are going to hit your goal, and if you're going to punch through your targets, you have got to see differently. You have got to think differently. You are going to have to connect differently. You are going to have to communicate differently. One day, I just decided I'm going to raise my standards. Make a decision. Raise your expectations. You got to go to the next level. There's always another level. 
You've been in this place of misery long enough. It's time to win. There is no other option. Winning is a non-negotiable. It's what I do. And all of a sudden, wham, no longer is it just what you do. It is who you have become. Because there are some people that win, and then there are winners. There are people who win, there are people who lose, and there are people who are winners. This ain't just something I do. It is who I have become. I am a winner. Consider this, that all environments do not breed and nurture a winning spirit. Not everybody grew up in a winning home. Yet, we often witness living examples of greatness springing up out of adversity. Somebody that chooses to defy the odds. Somebody that chooses to be the one in their bloodline that changes everything. One thing I know is that we've all been hit with a measure of adversity at some point in our life. You already know what failure feels like. People that are winners win both inner and outer. And they see it not just as an opportunity, but as a birthright. Winners are obsessed with counsel. Winners are obsessed with accountability. Winning is a habit. Winning is loving. Winning is being moved with compassion because everybody deserves my best. Winning is wrapped up in the details. That is winning, the mentality. Winning is what I do at home. It's what I do on my job. It's my creative pursuits. It's my social activities. It's what communities I'm connected to. So are you willing to lose sleep? Are you willing to put the work in? Are you fully persuaded? Are you determined? Real winners. These are the people who have a positive self-awareness. They are crystal clear about where they are and where they're looking to go. This is the type of person that's got tunnel vision. They move in the dimension of mindfulness and gratitude. When we unpack the architecture of a winning mentality, we're dealing with someone that is armed and dangerous. That's all I'm thinking about. That's all I want. That's all I see. That's all I want to hold in my hand is a win. Winners are gap closers. These are people that every single day they're beating on their crap and they're closing the gap between where they are and where they're supposed to be. I'm supposed to be here! I belong here! Have you counted up the cost? It's going to cost you everything to win! The winning isn't just a behavior, winning is an attitude. Because you can have good behavior and a bad attitude. And so winning is a behavior, winning is an attitude, winning is a way of living. You're going to have to manifest that thing that you see in your head to hold it in your hands. What you go through
through, you will grow through. I know you feel stuck in reversion. You may be tired, you may be broken, you may be hurting. But listen, winning has everything to do with your mentality. I am going to win. I've had enough of the loss. I've had enough of the lack. I want to win now. I want to win. We all know what it's like to lose a job, to lose a family member, to lose money, to lose a position. Some of us have even lost our minds at points in our lives. So we are acquainted with loss. Some of us have lost love towards someone or lost passion or lost focus. Many of you listening to me know what it's like to lose everything. You have another day where you failed yesterday, where you almost gave up yesterday, when you almost lost your mind, when you almost gave in, when your back was up against the wall. But there is something in all of us, something very inborn, interwoven, something very intrinsic, a distinctive in all of us, a desire to win. What are you made of? What is your DNA? What is your mentality? What are your goals? In this very moment, you have an opportunity. Seize the opportunity. Everybody wants to win. Because winning is not just an exterior thing. How you overcome conflict how you navigate a room, how you navigate relationships, how you manage your time, how you manage your money. It's not just an end thing. It is not just what I want. It is who I am becoming. That is how we win. Everybody wants to win. It's time to win. Listen up, guys. I know there are a lot of people out there that are always saying that they want to go back or saying that they have to get back to something. The goal is, is to move forward. Don't ever get yourself in a position where you feel you have to always go back or saying that you have to get back to doing what you used to do or getting back to what you had before or whatever. The goal is to move forward. The best thing you can do is try your very best not to fall off track. It's one tweak away. It's one adjustment away. It's one modification away. I know it hurts, but you'll be healed once you make this move. You can't wait for somebody else to make your life better. You got to make your life better. Now, I'm not saying forget the rest of the people. You got to focus on you. Everybody wants to win and everybody wants new zip codes and area codes and everybody wants impact and influence. But if I don't have adaptability, I'll never have my future. Who said it's supposed to be easy? It takes grit. It takes tenacity. It takes sacrifice. Stop feeling sorry for yourself. This is not a pity party. The necessary growth strategies, necessary modification, personality adjustment, attitude upgrades, the necessary, the wise adapt themselves to the circumstances.
like water molds itself to the pitcher. Change is one of the necessary laws of life. Remember this, action and adaptability create opportunity. Anything that comes your way, you got to be prepared to accept the challenge and go through it. Don't lay on your back. If something's on your chest, get it off. As long as you're breathing, as long as that heart is pumping blood, you're not dead yet. They haven't put rose petals on your box yet. Make sure every breath you take counts for something. Don't you give up on life, because once your life is over, you can't come back. You've behaved like this long enough. You've been triggered long enough. Come on, you've had buttons for too many years. And people have been given permission long enough to push your buttons, to trigger you, to punk you, to corner you, to box you in, to put the lids and put the labels all over you. And you have just conformed to this place of misery. It's time to break through. You've lost long enough. You've been in your learning season long enough. It's time to apply. It is not about worrying about what's going to happen tomorrow because guess what? Tomorrow doesn't owe you or me anything. And matter of fact, tomorrow has already made up his mind. You have this moment. You can't worry about yesterday because yesterday is not coming back to look for you. Whatever you had the chance to do yesterday won't come back. But you have this moment. You have this chance to do something great with this life that you have been given. At some point, you got to sit back and think to yourself, you know what? I've been here too long. I've thought like this too long. I've hurt too long. I've been fractured long enough. I've been broken long enough. I've been mad long enough. I've been depressed long enough. You know what? I've been here too long. It's time for me to go. We all have to get here where we realize we have not adapted to the current times. This is not losing yourself. This is finding your next level. The question is, are you willing to adapt? Adaptability is the bridge to the future. I need to be able to adapt cognitively. I got to be able to adapt emotionally, my personality, my behavior, my language, my thinking. I've got to be able to adapt. And it is only when I'm willing to accept this reality that I can have my future. We all got a responsibility. We all got to be accountable. We all got to put in work. But don't give up. Because there's somebody out there right now that is hurting. There's somebody out there right now that is struggling. There's somebody out there right now that's got it a little bit tougher than you do. So why are you going to give up now? Adaptability is not buckling under pressure. Adaptability is not losing your moral compass. Adaptability is raising your voice. And so the harder life hits me, the harder I'm going to fight, the harder I'm going to believe, the harder I'm going to keep pushing, I'm going to keep going, I will persevere, and I'm going to build resilience. And so the harder life hits, the stronger I get. It's the group of employees that's been called to work two more hours. 
It's the team that's been called to win a championship in the snow or rain or sleet or the weather's changed or now all of a sudden the crowd is no longer cheering your name. Can you adapt one little tweak in the game and there is a future for your family? And, 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 and this is the power of understanding that if I can make a few tweaks, if I, if I can make a few adjustments, if I can see this thing just a hair differently, there are champions that win by hair because they made an adjustment. People all over the globe who have made adjustments, who have adapted to a circumstance, who have adapted, who have modified and tweaked their game and beat on their craft and got the trophy. You gotta start thinking about the future. You've gotta start thinking about sustainability. You gotta start thinking about future generations. It's time to understand that if you wanna get something out of your life, you got to be willing to work for it. How much are you really willing to give? Are you prepared to hurt? Are you prepared to struggle? Because if you're not that person, then lay back down. Stay where you are. Don't move forward. Move backwards. But if you are the person that you say you are, we don't have time to wait. Because time doesn't owe you anything. What you gonna do? But rather than going back, learn from what you've done and continue to move forward. That is the ultimate, ultimate goal. Because the further you keep pushing yourself back to what you want to be or what you should have been or what you need to have been doing, it slows you down from the progress that you have waiting for you ahead. So ladies and gentlemen, get to work. Be productive as always. Don't put yourself in a position where you have to go back. Keep moving forward. Adapt and overcome. And watch everything change before your eyes. It's going to hurt. Sometimes it's going to get tough. But when it get tough, you get tough. Just make sure you make your mark. Make sure you make your mark in this world. Because somebody didn't make it today. But you did. Keep living. Keep living strong. Don't give up. I'm telling you, the one thing you cannot get back is time. It is your greatest asset. I'd give somebody some of my money for a couple more years to be with my wife. Time is the greatest enemy. You think it is infidelity. The greatest enemy. You think it is finances. You think it is in-laws. You think it is differences. No, no, no. It is time. We've got to learn how to steward our time. We've got to learn to tend to it, guard it, keep it. I just want to make sure that the life we got left that is sweeter than the life that if I would give up or if I wasn't focused and I wasn't doing what I was supposed to do. So when you've been with somebody since you're 16 years old and they got a chronic illness, don't you know it's easy for me to go drink? It's rough. My life, it ain't what it used to be before she got sick. Like while God is blessing her, she still got MS. I lost five hours to cancer. You don't think I could have smoked some weed? You don't think when I'm going through that pressure, I couldn't have broke? But you talked about it, mental toughness. It is in those times we have to be stronger than we've ever been before. Why? Because they need us more than they ever needed us before. And you guys are blessed in that you are the one percenters. Not many people want to be in your life 
who want the life that you have and you got it and you're not taking it serious like you know how many people would die to have this life you know how many people would die to be on the field on Sunday you know how many people would die to eat the way y'all eat you know how many people would die to have the gear y'all got you know how many people would die to get on these planes and travel the world you know how many people would die to have your life and you got it it's your life you got it what you gonna do with it you gotta be able to see it when it cannot be seen you have to see it happening you have to believe in the unseen because if you can't believe in it you will never manifest it but when you believe in it you, you demand the universe to assist you in what you're doing and if you can see it before everybody else can see it then it's going to eventually come to you forget about january forget about february forget about march forget about april forget about may forget about june forget about july forget about august forget about september it's over so forget about the past listen to me and make the rest of your life the best of your life it's your boy et i know you can do it i believe you can do it i go out there get up get out go get something are you wasting your time or are you using your time wisely you can replace money you cannot get a year back I don't care what the adversity has been. You have two choices. You can be unforgiving, bitter, angry, upset, and be a carrier of grief, or you can choose resilience. You can cope with what happened. You can upload the program of resilience and recover all and get back to the place where you were before the fall. Stop waiting for the storm to pass and ask yourself the question, what can I accomplish in the rain? What can I accomplish in the rain? Who can I become in the rain? There are people all over the world who are depending on you. So our wounds become wisdom. We have a new program. It's called resiliency. The race is not given to the strong, nor the swift, but it is given to he that endureth until the end. Life doesn't get any easier. It doesn't get more forgiving. We just get stronger and we get more resilient. One thing we know is that adversity, conflict, trauma does not discriminate. We are all acquainted with pain. I don't care how many times life knocks you down, get back up and tell life, I'm supposed to be here. I belong here. Give me what's mine. When we tackle obstacles, when we face adversity and conflict, it is only then that we find hidden reserves of courage and resilience we didn't even know we had. It's literally only when we face failure that we realize these resources are always there within us. We only need to find them to fulfill our destinies. After life has beaten you and broken you into pieces, resiliency is that gift and ability. It's the discipline to turn those pieces into a work of art. 
Many of you listening to me know what it's like to lose everything. You know what it's like to hit rock bottom. You know what it's like not to be supported. You know what it's like to be lied on. You know what it's like to experience emotional, relational, and psychological trauma. And it changes you because you don't know what you are made of until you have gone through something. You already know what failure feels like. You already know what it feels like to quit, to stop, to throw in the towel, to sit on the couch, to move to a substance, to put your confidence in some man or some woman, to lay idle. But do you know what it's like to give everything that you have and push and persevere? If you're gonna understand the program of resiliency, we are gonna have to stop running from difficult times. Stop praying that the storm will pass over you and pray to grow through the storm. Stop going around it, go through it. What you go through, you will grow through. Some fights are not won in the first round. Flat out, in the moment that you get that and you get crystal clear and you accept the fact that there are some giants that you will not defeat in the first round. You need endurance. You need stamina to reach some goals. You're not gonna hit the million with the first investment. You're not gonna hit the home run always at first swing. But resiliency says, I belong here and I deserve another shot. I want my opportunity. Give me my opportunity. It's your reaction to adversity, not adversity itself that determines how your life story will develop. Rock bottom is the solid foundation to build the future. And you've lost everything. You have everything you need. Resiliency says, I tried and I failed. Resiliency has its own mentality. The program of resiliency says, I tried and I failed. I tried and I failed. I tried and I failed. I tried and I failed again. I'm going to start again. And I'm not waiting till Monday. I'm going to start right now. I tried again and again. And I succeeded. Remove yourself from the list of people that have disappointed you, that have lied to you, that have let you down. You Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Or number one on that list. Remove yourself. The real you is breathing down your neck, begging you to manifest. Stop lying to yourself. Stop letting you down. You gotta kill the blame game. Stop blaming it on the person that walked out on you. Stop blaming it on the person that overlooked you. Stop blaming it on the person that undervalued you. Stop blaming it on the person that did not promote you, that did not see it, that did not believe it. Stop blaming everybody and look yourself in the mirror. It's your fault you failed. You started the year with a little motivation and a few ideas and it all tanked before February. And the thing you got to ask yourself is, am I going to repeat my history or will I blaze a new trail? Because history for many of you is insecurity. History for many of you is depression and anxiety. And that substance you can't shake and that person you can't leave. History for many of you is they're better than me. History for many of you is nobody will show up if I build it. I don't have the time. I'm not good enough. It's time to get out of the way. It is because of you that you are not where you want to be. You are the issue. It's you. Your issue is you. Nobody has lied to you more than you. And so here's what I need you to do. Go find a mirror. Go for a walk. Go for a drive. Tell yourself this is my year! You gotta be willing to do what 98% of the people in this world are unwilling to do. You gotta eat differently. You gotta work differently. You gotta think differently. You gotta talk differently. You gotta walk differently. If you want elevation, if you want next level, if you wanna see this thing differently this year, Everything you do has to change. Your insecurity has been in the way too long. Your jealousy, your envy has been in the way too long. The fear you've been wrestling with has been in the way too long. Get out of the way! It's time to stop watching 2% of the Earth's population crush it, win, execute, finish what they start, do what they say they're going to do. Snap out of it! You got work to do! I get it, I get it. If we pull up your history, we'll find a lot of brokenness. We'll find a lot of trauma. We'll find a lot of empty places. If we pull up your history, we'll find a lot of failures. This must be the year that you are not defined by your history, but you fulfill your destiny. Why are you here? What were you placed here to do? Get to work. Get to work. Get to work. Because if you continue to lie to yourself, you won't be able to diagnose and treat 
your condition, your dysfunction, your disorder, in order to treat it and change it. It must be identified. And once you identify it, you got to accept this reality. And the problem with many of you is you have not accepted the fact that you are lazy. You have not accepted the fact that you are inconsistent. You can't diagnose what you have not identified. Sometimes you need to go find a mirror and tell yourself with tears in your eyes, I am the problem. Once we stop accusing everybody else for our inconsistency and our lack of execution, all of a sudden the world opens up. We all need to get serious about our lives and ask ourselves the question, what is my God-given destiny? Why am I here? Why have I survived? Some of the most brilliant minds of our generation are high school and college dropouts. Let me ask you a question. When are you going to drop out of the mentality that you are not enough? Please, please do yourself a favor and dispense with the excuses that you don't have time. Dispense with the excuse that you're not good enough. Dispense with the excuse that nobody will show up if I build it. That too many people are better than me. Drop out of the, I tried it last year and it didn't work. No, you didn't work. Doubts gonna knock at your door, and insecurities gonna knock at your door, and adversity and trial and tribulations gonna knock at your door, and difficult tasks gonna knock at your door. And so you need to be prepared. Ready or not, it's coming. Are you prepared? If you're gonna win the year, if you're gonna win in life, then you gotta be prepared, you need perspective, and you need discipline. We get into this information constipation state where it's like we know all these things to do and really it puts us in a state of paralysis because it's like you heard it all before, you've seen it all before. I mean, really, social media has made the world so small, right? Information travels at the speed of light. And so you got all this information. And so we become sedated by information. We become satisfied and content with the fact that we know to do good. But to know to do good and not to do it is a disease. It is wickedness. The time is now to start applying what you know. What's the point of taking notes? What's the point of what's the point of buying courses? What's the point of joining communities? What's the point of making an investment? Some of you have journals full of dreams and no action has been taken. You will find that the men and women that turned the world upside down were the ones who got out of their own way. Get to work! You owe you! To a lot of us, we watch. We watch everybody win in every facet of life. We watch the underdog rise under the lights. And we think to ourselves, when is it going to be my time? When is it going to be my time? And in order to be next, you got to see this thing differently. You got to change the way you live, you eat, you walk, you talk, you think. And once you walk in that newness, then you'll be next. When inconvenience becomes pleasure, when you have your mind made up that no matter how you're feeling, every day you're going to give it everything you have 
You're going to give, you're going to see, you're going to sow, you're going to serve and give it everything you have. Then all of a sudden the world opens up to you. Come to the resolve this year that dedication, discipline, perspective, preparation is going to be your new code of conduct. Motivation has an expiration date. And when motivation dies, discipline must take its place. The only way you're going to do, the only way you're going to accomplish, the only way you're going to execute is if discipline takes the place of your motivation. But until that motivation expires and evolves into discipline, you will never become who God has called you to become. First, we conquer the day and then we execute the week and that week turns into a month and that month turns into a quarter and that quarter turns into a year and then all of a sudden you look up and you're no longer just this motivated onlooker. You are a disciplined, desperate, dangerous fulfiller of destiny. What in the world are you waiting for? There are people that are depending on you. God placed you in this world to do something. Get to work! If you hang around sharks long enough, it will transform your mindset, and I promise you, you will be like a shark. You will think like a shark. And you can't go backwards, and if you stop swimming, you will die! And don't you ever forget that the rest of your life. Don't you ever stop moving. Don't you ever go backwards. I know what it feels like to sit on a bench. I know what it feels like to get knocked down. I know what it feels like to have a hope and a dream and nobody believes in it. I, I wish I didn't quit. I wish I acted better. I wish I didn't get kicked out of school. I wish I didn't give up on my kid. I wish, I wish, I wish that is regret there's still time what are you working on right now because sometimes in life all you got is that one thing God gave you one thing to do that's all you got is that one thing I know life will knock you down I know life can be tough but you are on a journey you know my dad would say go get it son go get it be sweet baby be sweet go get it go get it be sweet baby go get it Go get it, be sweet, be sweet, baby. Go get it, go get it, be sweet, be sweet, baby. Every time I left the house, my mom would say, be sweet, baby, be sweet. My dad would say, go get it, son, go get it. Go get it, son, go get it, be sweet, go get it, be sweet, go get it, be sweet, go get it, be sweet. You gotta be ready to fight and bounce back. Punch and counter punch, jab and jab back. Let me tell you something, life is a series of fights. The worst thing you can do is run away from your fights. In order for you to rise up, you better take your game to the next level. Your mindset needs to go to the next level. Your information needs to go to the next level. Your relationships need to go to the next level. To be a shark is about how you move, how you operate, how you navigate. You have to be disciplined every single day and train yourself to follow through on all your fundamentals and that's how you're going to be successful. You have to do it when you don't feel like it. You have to do it when you feel discouraged. You have to do it when you don't feel healthy. You have to do it when you're under the weather. Every single day, you have to train yourself to focus and commit to your business and follow through. Fighting for your future. Fighting for your dreams. Fighting for success. 
When you come over depression, you raise your arms like a chip. When you overcome bankruptcy, raise your arms in victory. Don't you ever lose hope. Don't you ever give up your mindset. Sharks are powerful creatures. You gotta think different. You gotta be different if you wanna be at the top of your food chain.